Also this week, Hemp Bombs. Uh, Hemp Bombs offers a product line of high-grade CBD products uh, that are formulated for the user to experience a full sweep of health benefits while providing feelings of complete relaxation. At each step of the manufacturing process, they emphasize quality control. Hemp Bombs sources their CBD from premium-grade organic certified industrial hemp that is free of heavy metals, pesticides, and many other contaminants. In production, they worked with some of the country's leading nutritionists to blend high-purity CBD and other natural botanical extracts. Their goal was to create an attractive, effective, and helpful product that encourages optimal mind and body function while making you feel great. Aside from the strict sourcing requirements, they have their own set of quality control standards, including third-party lab testing. And consistently, lab tests show impressive results with Hemp Bomb's products, finding high-purity CBD and zero traces of THC whatsoever. Any consumer who uses Hemp Bomb's products will benefit from the most authentic, cleanest products on the market. Uh, BJ and myself have had the opportunity to test a lot of these products. Uh, I've, I've used the uh, Beard Bomb, still using it, still great, love it. Uh, I know BJ has uh, tried the uh, gummies and the oil. We've both had the oils and I uh, really saw a lot of benefits from both. Uh, so be sure to check them and all of their products out at HempBombs.com uh, and use promo code SMUG15 at checkout to get yourself 15% off your order. Uh, but that's Hemp Bombs. Feel great. Relax now. Uh, also, uh, Ranger Nutrition. Uh, Ranger Nutrition is a disabled veteran-owned company, uh, and they make all-natural sports nutrition products. Uh, Ranger Nutrition was founded by a retired Army Ranger who was tired of bad sports nutrition products. Uh, as you know, most products don't taste great. Uh, they might leave you feeling a little jittery, uh, maybe a little nauseous. Uh, so he, along with a couple of chemists from Berkeley University, set out to create supplements that not only taste good, but are healthy for you. And they don't give you all those crazy side effects. Uh, they've developed everything from protein powder uh, that you don't need a shaker bottle to mix to mix up. Uh, you can literally put a scoop in a half bottle of water, shake it for about 20 seconds, and you're good to go. Uh, but they've also got some weight loss supplements like Catalyst XT uh, that works for about 95% of the people who take it. Uh, and along with the protein, they now have a vegan gluten-free protein. Uh, for those of you who can't have dairy or meat, apparently. Uh, but also, since all the products are all natural, uh, this gives you the option to combine products to get even better results. The most popular combo is the Swole Combo. Uh, this combo combines the Catalyst XT, the Nitro NO2, and the pre-workout drink Max Out. Uh, it will give you a pump you will regret tomorrow. I can guarantee it. Uh, but you can head to rangernutrition.com to find out more about all of these products. And once you decide to buy, go ahead and use promo code SMUGCAST at checkout uh, to get yourself 15% off your order. That's Ranger Nutrition, designed for fitness warriors. Uh, also, Repo Records. Uh, they helped us out with the audio. They helped us out with the studio. Uh, they've really hooked us up. They, uh, we love those guys. They, uh, without them, we wouldn't be able to do this. So big shout out to them. But that's Repo Records taking the music back. Uh, got a great show for you this week. I uh, hope you guys enjoy. And with that, this is Smugcast. I'm trying to run to the top of you. My GPS is stuck in the goddamn jungle. Come on. 
Alright, welcome to this week's episode of Smugcast. I am AP, and with me as always, the BJ. Welcome to the show that may or may not come out. It may or may not come out. <laughs> if you're hearing this, shit went right. Yeah. That's yep. all I can say. Yep, yep, yep. That's uh, Anchor that's, has sucked a fat fucking dick lately. Yeah, they ruined my whole uh, <coughs> start a new show, get it out there, third yep. episode. It's it's somewhere with no sound. No, nah, I took it down. Oh, I, I didn't have did. no fucking sound to it. I know I talked a lot, so I know there's sound on it. Oh, yeah. I, know, I, I fucking edited the son of a bitch. I, I know. know there's fucking audio on it. Jesus. Anyways, we have a returning guest. We do. Probably, probably along those lines of someone I've known uh, well over 20-some years. Yeah, yeah. I saw someone that had a post that said that. I tried to explain to my mom who you were, and I, that is the worst thing ever when you try to explain. You know, like, the name sounds familiar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mark Town. It's like, oh, yeah. I saw him. Yeah. You, you met him once, Mom, when they were like 12. Uh, I'm know, pretty sure like, she thinks you're Jared Beatty. Uh, or Nick Fields. Like well, Nick no, Fields, Nick Jared grew, Beatty. Nick and, grew up with us at the uh, where we lived at, so she knows Nick really well. But like, like the Beatty Berry. Yeah. She's that, like, that, can, that can be some real fuckery there. <laughs> we have Mr. Josh with us. Hey. It's good. It's from, good. from Ale Man. Yeah. From Ale Man. Yes, one one of the ale man. One of the ale man. How many how many partner how many partners are there? There's four of us. There's four. Okay, yeah. couldn't remember four main like working partners, and then we got um, behind the scenes people who have helped us out. Yeah, so. yeah. It takes it takes it takes an army. Even uh, I mean, it takes a lot for us to do this show, and then couldn't imagine doing something. With oh shit! The brewery. Yeah. Yeah, when you when product. you get into the legal drug game, it takes <laughs> it takes a lot of money. You yeah, know, it does. so so but uh, yeah, we've had a lot of help, a lot of people who believe in us and um, have supported us and stuff. So that it it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, if I didn't have the support of my wife, I'd be divorced right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, I wake up every day and kind of look over. I'm like, sweet, she's still here. Uh-huh. You know, it's like, yeah. any day now. Like, uh-huh. and I wouldn't blame her. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> <laughs> I must, I'm kind of like a biblical person because I'm pulling off some epic shit for 20 some years. Yeah. You, like, yeah. you guys have all met me. Uh huh. And yeah. you, you all see how I look physically. Yeah, no yeah. shit. Yeah, like if she cheat, I wouldn't blame her. <laughs> I, I'd just be like, eh, I saw that coming. I've been trying, I've, I've been trying to slide into her DMs, but she ain't having it. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. Just, she just replies with that. I know your wife. I know. Oh, fuck. Big, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. You have the Shit. same haircut. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they definitely have the same haircut now. She brought up going on vacation together. All, all of us. Oh yeah. Colin did. He's like, hey. Oh. He's like, I'd love to go to Florida. I said, well, I'd love to go to um, Folly Island back there in South Carolina. Beautiful, beautiful island. <laughs> right. You know. And I was like, I want a house. You walk across the street. There's a the beach. I don't want to go fucking sightseeing. I just want to do nothing. Yeah. And Colin goes, why does mom always want to do shit? <laughs> he's he, he'll be fourteen yeah. on March the second. He's like, he's like, fuck, dad. And I'm like, <laughs> it's the only time I didn't get mad at him. Curse yeah. was like, fuck, I know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like she wants to go drive in here. She wants to go walk around the town, see historic like a fucking bell, or see like a watchtower. Oh yeah, man. I'm like, I want to lay on the beach like a whale that has you know just been beached. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> those are those moments too, when like your kid does something like that, and you're just like. Yeah, that's me. That's my like, boy. Yeah, all right. We <laughs> had a great moment. We walked out of Steak and Shake uh, last Friday. Yeah. So, Saturday night. I'm sorry. So we went to the one, and, and as soon as we walked in the door, nobody greeted us. And it says, please wait to be seated. There's two people sitting down. <laughs> there was two workers back here, one's folding up the silverware, one's talking to her, brought her a Coke. And then, like, 
an employee's checking out and then like no and then a lady looks at me and then walks to the back and she's like how many and i was and was, there's no one else standing but me and my son i wouldn't be like fucking 12 yeah 12 of us can you see 12 they're pulling <laughs> can up you and, pull some tables together <laughs> and so we go sit down and then um this girl's like well so-and-so will be with you what, what do you want to drink so one person said us and didn't take a drink order then someone else came up and gave us a drink order and then she walked behind the counter and was like hey where's mark at mark that's his table and i was just like oh do you want to leave he's like what you can do that i was like yeah fuck them i was like fuck their co- coke so we left yeah. <laughs> drove to another steak and shake oh jesus gotta sit down right away yeah and then all of a sudden didn't realize that the table behind us had 22 people and hadn't got their food yet oh shit so we sat there for like two hours oh my Damn. god dude and colin's like i'm not even hungry i was i was <laughs> i was hungry by the time i got there yeah i'd say so yeah but no i mean i was like do you really want to go on vacation with ap He's like, well, you guys will have fun. I was like, yeah, but other people come with him. Yeah, yeah. I was like, like you, it's not just me. <laughs> like, I, I, I have baggage. He's like, well, <laughs> like I really like Brittany. I was like, yeah, and we all love Brittany. That's yeah. not the issue. It was like, you guys are fifteen to fourteen. He has little girls. Yeah, like that's two different worlds. If you guys were all the two same totally age, totally cool. different worlds. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But I was like, if we're gonna be at the beach for five days, and then we're good. Yeah, maybe the hotel has a pool because every now and then, and every now and then you're tired of the, the you know, yeah. The, yeah. You tired of digging salt at your ass crack. Yeah. Nah, it's just time to get home. Yeah. You know, like that's how we got it for spring break. My wife's best friend, good well, one of my good friends too, but um she's a teacher, so for her spring break we got um we got a house down in um like Barton, Florida, something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. It's like right by Tampa or whatever. Cause yeah. we just go to Siesta Keys and shit like that. Uh but we found a house that got hit with a uh, tsunami or whatever hurricane yeah. whatever they had recently yeah. and so they're rebuilding it and we got it for fucking cheap and we're like 50 yards from our own beach oh shit like bars or a yeah. block or two down the street so we can park the car because that's how i am it's like if i'm going on vac- i'm going on vacation to like like rest like yeah. i don't want to go see shit i don't want to i don't it's wanna... florida like I, I've, I've seen florida <laughs> yeah. you know like yeah yeah it's like hey we're going on vacation but i'm gonna give you a bunch of tasks yeah yeah, and it's like you go to Florida, you're gonna have like you're gonna have a store with towels hanging in the window. Uh-huh. You know, you're gonna <laughs> every other block. Yeah, same gonna, fucking store. Yeah, or you're gonna have a mom and pop pizza place that's gonna kill it, but yeah. like it's the same shit. It's pizza, uh-huh. you know. And then you're gonna have another towel store. Yeah, and then you have a seashell store. And like you, it's the same shit. And then you have the t-shirt store. Yeah, yeah. the t-shirt store there's, that has all the puns yeah. and stuff. They're like forty nine ninety nine. They have they have twenty dollar body boards in the yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah, and they've been there so long they're starting to crack yeah, yeah the dry rod yeah yeah and the beach that you would go to doesn't have like waves yeah. like there's it's just like the, 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 the calmest beat you know yeah so like yeah like and that's and um so that's that's hot and then thankfully everyone we're going with like that's how we do it like it's like we're gonna go let we're just there to be able to have an excuse to wake up and drink yeah like oh mimosas like yeah it's still fucking alcohol but like yeah that we can just like push the kids off to the beach like having, i can lay on the beach we're having juice yeah and it's private so i don't have to worry about anything you know and they all can swim yeah because they've grown up on water we go but we got a boat and stuff so we're we're on the lake all the time so yeah. they're fine with that but um but going back to like when you're talking with your son my daughter uh when we bought our first house here in indiana uh our neighbors were nice people but i'm just not i'm not a, i'm just not 
a person like that. Like Amen. I, have, I have enough people in my life that I care about and care about me. I don't need new ones. I can't name one of my neighbors. I, I can't either. Like, but I talked to them. Like they were nice people. Like yeah. if you come and talk to me, I'll talk to you all day. I'm not going to go out of my way. I, I do the, the wave, yeah. you know, oh, how yeah. you doing? Oh yeah. You know, and I'll keep like, if I see suspicious shit around your house, I'll come and say something to you or whatever. Like I'll, I'll look out for you, but I'm not, we're not going to hang out and like, bonfire like we're not gonna do that like yeah. just let me be don't be looking over in my like just leave me be and so my daughter and my wife when i was in chicago one weekend uh i guess they were over they were outside doing something and the neighbor they started talking or whatever and so when they're walking away from the neighbor after they got in talking my daughter looked at my mom and goes why are we talking to the neighbors <laughs> and my daughter would, or my, my, my wife's like because they're nice like we're just talking to them and my daughter looks at him and goes daddy didn't like neighbors <laughs> you know? and, and like my wife tells me and i'm like and she and you know so like my wife once or once every few months whatever calls me larry david you know so like i i'm that way but like like i said i'm a friendly person though like i don't you know i'm not better than anybody else i just don't need conversation i'm, I'm just stuff, neurotic you know? yeah like i because it's like seeing somebody you haven't seen in a long time that you don't want to talk to but you don't want to be like why, why didn't he not talk to me yeah so you're just you just have this neurotic feeling like god yeah and, and you're already in your mind like they're going to ask these questions these questions are coming we know what the questions are are you married do you have kids dude the reason i don't talk to neighbors is because i had one come over with a fish that was frozen and wanted me to take a picture of him and the fish <laughs> yeah, like that's god a fucking true it. story <laughs> and that same motherfucker you were there yeah. Want to come tell us about these birds that were flying over. And one oh, of my, my God. One, one of my kids to like, you got to look at these birds. My kids are sitting there. My kids are five and seven. Oh, it was the crow or what was it? The falcon or something. Some kind of weird yeah. ass fucking bird that only flies over like a certain time of year or some shit. And then was knocking on your door when you're not home. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, he's like, oh, bring, he goes, you got to bring your kids out here. You got, they got to see this bird. And I happen to be there and I'm eating it. And I'm, and I'm like, eating this up. Oh, I'm yeah. a, you know, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay. Hey, girls, come here. Look at these birds. <laughs> they both step outside and they're just like looking around like, we're the birds. And I'm like, uh, they're way the fuck up there in the sky. See those little black dots flying over? Those are the birds. They were like, they were both just standing there looking up. Like, is it? Are, are you? Are you fucking with us? Are you fucking <laughs> yeah. with us right now? And my my youngest is the smartass. She's me, hundred percent. And the guy's sitting there, and he's like pointing up in the sky. And my oldest is is the sweet, nice, doesn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. So she's standing there, just uh huh, uh huh. And my little one just turns and looks at me like what the fuck is this guy doing are we doing this right now can i go back inside and watch fucking you know whatever little rascals or whatever the fuck we're watching and you think and and you think i wouldn't be surprised if your neighbors didn't talk to you as as the fourth of july that you put off <laughs> hey man they used to look forward to it i know we're building pipes and like oh we don't have a pipe let's go in the garage and we'll makeshift something yeah when you got a makeshift cannon out in the middle of the fucking road man <laughs> shit gets interesting where it used to be a potato cannon <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, see that's like with me like with being doing so much with people and being around people with work and things like that and um all my little hustles i've had my whole life dealing with people i think a lot of it is is that uh, you learn that like the Ninja Turtles basically taught us the four basic people in life. They're all the same. We just mix and match different personalities. Absolutely. But everybody's kind of the same. Oh, yeah. And I think that's where a lot of it, I just get bored with like, 
like I'll literally want to punch somebody in the face in an elevator if they want to talk about the weather. I'd rather you not say anything <laughs> because really, because that's lazy. And that makes me like, that oh. almost feel disrespected. Like you just needed to say something to me. So you want to talk about the most yeah. bullshit thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'd hey. rather you just look at me and be like, uh, when do you think the world's going to end? I'll be like, oh shit. Okay, here we go. You know, like I'm more interested in like the strange and wild and like, like the guy coming on birds, I would be like, sure, dude, let's look at this shit. You know, like I like the weird shit. The person yeah. that says, Hey, do you order all this snow? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like you can die in this elevator, man. Amazon last week, man. They had free one day shipping. <laughs> all right man yeah it's just stuff like that like will get to me but when you're talking about like with us growing up and you two growing up in the, these small towns yeah and then occasionally you go into a walmart or whatever and you see somebody there's been a lot of cases where i didn't recognize somebody oh, i'm bad and then like facebook they'll send me a tape were you here then i'm like yeah and they'll be like oh i thought I and i would and i feel bad because that person i would actually like to just kind of said hi to him you know i don't i don't want to go have a drink or but you're likable though and me <laughs> I, like i'm not likable I'm, i i've nah. been told i've been told that by many of people that were from my hometown like, <laughs> well you just you you seem funny but you're not real likable like because all you do is mock us for everything that we do and i'm like okay at least you're honest with me yeah yeah but yeah the people are just soft though no I, I mean if you can't or they just take life too seriously if you can't laugh at yourself or oh. let somebody bust your balls then yeah and it, it's weird is because you want to like do you have to have a lot of friends no you didn't see this whole point everybody thinks that like i got 900 friends still on facebook really do you talk to all 900 yeah, yeah. it don't help with the facebook page because only you only about six of them will fucking like your page out of 900 of them yeah the like yeah. a picture like i could get a conversation going about hip-hop beats but i can't get a conversation like wow man your your show is in the top 10 in indie that's awesome i'm proud that's awesome no not a fucking word yeah. because people are bitter they're bitter and it's not you know it's because you'll have like you who went out there and doing something and someone's like when he first came on they're like why'd you have him on for us like dude he's fucking like look what he's doing that's yeah. awesome he's from a small town and look what he's done in the past with youtube and stuff and they're like well i guess <laughs> <laughs> hey i'm with them though like yeah uh, if they would have said to me i'd be like yeah man i i get it like i but yeah, it's just people. But we talked about that earlier. Like that, that there's that bitterness, and I yeah. had that at, an earth, at like a young age. Thankfully, I don't have it now. Like there's still some things I wouldn't say that I'm bitter. I'm more irritated. Like, um, like we were talking about, like some of these SoundCloud guys yeah. or like these rappers. It's like, like oh well, you you listen to Juvenile. I'm like, yeah, but like I. I didn't, but like they at least say, were say like these guys, like they have admitted that they're not lyrically into it. They're just having fun and saying whatever. And like for me, like and too, like I guess with the, it's like good art. So like you can look at like like for instance Van Gogh, um, the painting of um, the vase or whatever. Uh -huh. He tried to like. I, there's a, I mean it's history, but who knows what's true or not. But there's a story about him trying to like because he was a bad alcoholic and shit and was like in debt to all the, all the townspeople and shit, like stores and stuff like that. And he was trying to pay for like wine and stuff with that painting and they turned it away. It's like, oh, that's trash. And now that painting's worth like $20 million, yeah. you know? And it, um, so it's like, it's one of those things like with art, like you can't, 
like it's hard for me to say like oh that's trash because like if they're expressing themselves it's just not for me yeah you know so like any kind of art and same with like beer like um i'll taste some beers that that just aren't my thing but like if they're truly like designing and thinking this through and like there's something kind of cool and unique to it and that's their thing like that's that's great you know but like it's just not my thing i'm not going to say oh these guys suck at making beer you know and it's like with music like there are certain people though that like suck <laughs> you know like i can look at it like that's just not well, and that's what common yeah. said common said one of his songs was like just because i like it doesn't mean i hate it. it's just i just it's not it's not for me yeah and, and that's but a lot of the music is but you have to know your history though and that does bother me right yeah it, whether it's music or movies or or even whatever you have to know the history like you have to respect you know i'm not saying you have to respect people in it but you have to respect who came before you if not you wouldn't have been there right like saying like i, I don't know tupac's boring like that motherfucker was least of anything was boring. Yeah. Right. He got <laughs> yeah. shot in Las Vegas. Yeah. And beat up gang member right before he got shot. Yeah. Yeah. And he got shot five times in New York. Yeah. Well, and too, like in that, that kid, what's his name? Little something, I'm sure. Because well, they're all little something like now. There's like 10 of them, my boy. Well, yeah. there's Little Pump, Little Zan. Little Zan, the kid who's proud of eating pills. That, yeah. uh He like went the, to the hospital for eating hot Cheetos, allegedly, at one point. Yeah. So, like, sure to him, like, a black man coming from the ghetto part who's, who was a backup dancer who like worked and pretty much forced his way into becoming who he was it's probably hard for a wealthy or a kid who grew up with wealthy parents and a wealthy a white suburban yep. you know so it is probably boring to him because he doesn't because tupac wasn't running around going or whatever these fucking noises yeah. these guys make yeah, yeah we played you him know. on the show before and i i almost jumped out the window yeah so like i get that like and i'm i didn't get mad when i heard it i was just like there's just no appreciation well, like I'm saying, like, these, these old heads yeah these they old call heads. them old heads well think about it if you grew up in the hood like you respected what's called your ogs who came before you you may not agreed with them or whatever but you still respected them because of what they done before you and you respected their hustle but but if you take if but if you're just hijacking something and making millions off of it i have a huge issue with that yeah like a lot of people that were on youtube that are not talented and i watch them i'm like why the fuck are people watching these yeah. people like logan paul <laughs> it logan paul yeah. and the other his brother paul yeah. logan or whatever yeah, yeah. I don't know. but it, it, it's just hard for me to think that like though if we were at that age and that that shit was going on mm -hmm. that it that some of us wouldn't have kind of been like watching that or into that yeah there's a know? lot of people our age have been want, watching into that and then but luckily like we talked about on um smugcast movie review um like once i saw blazing saddles and i saw smart humor and i saw things like yeah. that and uh, i was really turned off by a lot of stupid things because i'm like they're not putting any effort into it it's like you know just getting kicked in the dick repeatedly <laughs> at first it's funny like dude he just kicked him in the dick with that by the yeah. fifth time you're like <laughs> yeah. yeah you're like that's you know that's kind of boring yeah yeah and just trying to get i like getting reactions out of people but try to do it in in a funny way instead of just being like those dudes that would uh tyrone the youtube guy yeah i'm he, tyrone i'm tyrone uh, he smacks cigarettes out of people's yeah. hands long dick style yeah <laughs> until someone almost shot him or did shoot him yeah like fucked up yeah came at it like really came at it yeah i mean that gotcha stuff i don't know my, my wife watches the prank stuff yeah um on true tv yeah i think it's what think it so, is yeah. and i'll sit there and not laugh the whole time she just gets so shitty yeah she's like you don't find that funny i'm like no this is the same gags have been going on for years it's like yeah, there's, See, there's oh sorry go no ahead. go ahead what are you gonna say i'll just say there's one prankster i think he's in london 
that does like some shit that's kind of funny like dresses in the furry outfits and he'll go and like kick soccer balls at police cars and like literally <laughs> just getting chased and like just putting his life in danger so the point where you're like hey, oh, damn like dude you could die you know like like you're watching and you're kind of laughing but you're like am i gonna see this guy die like you know so like he'll do like some some things that are kind of clever and then you have some um some steve-o wannabes you know like the jackass thing set a lot of this off and i thought those guys were funny just from the whole thing of what well, was new yeah and yeah. they were put they were when they were first doing it they were doing it for no money and we were doing that stuff for no money yeah we just didn't have cameras yeah, yeah. well we did adam Pollard had a camera and then we tried to film the very first thing we filmed was um they had peter pan at the high school so we interviewed people on the way out see this is why i guess smart humor i like so we pretended to be the local news channel which like what what's it called not local news um access channel or whatever it's called oh yeah yeah. we pretended to be them and i was like interviewing people what do you think of peter pan what do you think of their tights how did it make you feel and then we worked our way all the way backstage because they all knew it was a high school we started interviewing like the people that were real happy about how they performed and like they didn't know we were mocking it the whole time (laughs) (laughs) to me that was funny yeah that was funny ha ha yeah and then there was other things that we did like drove through people's yards you know and like we would go take their swimming trunks and like line them out in the middle of the road switch (laughs) switch their fucking uh yard ornaments around and stuff like that and then pee on people's front doors um take their furniture outside say it's for sale like we might take oh, it a little yeah, far damn yeah it's seymour like yeah. literally nothing else to do it was yeah. uh, i think it was sue speaker's house oh sue speaker yeah, yeah her parents Speaking were left Ricky. and they would leave the door open we took all their shit outside <laughs> we 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 tried to put the school up for sale twice <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> same chick the, so, uh, one of the girls in our in our uh, it was like two grades below us uh buddy of mine lived in town we'd always walk up to like the grocery stores like across town but you know when i say across town maybe a 10 minute walk and but on every so every saturday like well two weeks in a row that this girl had their had her house for sale so as we're walking back we grab the sign put it in front of the school take a picture of it go back go on our way well so coming to school on monday signs gone drive over by her house it's back in the front yard we're like okay so the next weekend same thing walking by i was like let's fucking put her house back up for sale so we take the fucking sign out of her yard carry it over to the school put it in the fucking front you know it's one of those big fucking for sale yeah. signs you know set to put the school for sale <laughs> and so there was like a letter that went around the school saying like hey uh we don't know who's doing it but please stop putting the school up for sale <laughs> see to me that was funny haha i mean because i think a lot of times people took it too far yeah and when they took it too far and then like i don't ever see might get hurt that wasn't expected to be a part of it or try to embarrass somebody i think it happened right when i was because we were all picked on but right around i think probably junior year then i and all of a sudden i realized like hey like we need to take care of the people that are being made fun of i mean but unless you're a complete fucking ass and then yeah i will make fun of you but that's where it kind of switched for me i was like okay so you're the guy who thinks you're better than everybody else how am i going to break you down yeah and that's why i spent my time doing instead of trying to pick on the easy target like a kid with down syndrome or something stupid yeah. like you laugh when you walk down the hallway i'm like fuck that yeah you know and then so i kind of switched a little bit and i'm still kind of that way but back to the point was maybe i am a little bitter that people that are making millions of dollars have no talent i think that i'm still holding on a little bit of that bitterness oh uh, well I mean, like you said though i don't know if it's bitter if you're just just irritated by it by you know the fact that 
you know, I mean, even, you know, I mean, like, say for me, for example, like, you know, my, you know, the, the photography shit, the, you know, the videography shit, you know, like, you know, I've spent the last, you know, the better part of 11 or 12 years, you know, honing, you know, and becoming good becoming, you know, as best as I could, because I didn't want to charge somebody for a shit product, you know, but yet you see a guy that just you know pulled up fucking garage band yep. throwing a couple loops in there is making a fucking million dollars and yeah. didn't do any work you well, know? and it's like the other night we were in here making the, the movie theme um i take some clips and i'll play for you after it's it like the first thing i've i've ever done that he hasn't but he came over here and he listened to it and he's like mm, this is what we need to do and then so like that's where like his ears different than mine but once he showed me how it works so i did the ending of it and it took me fucking 30 minutes just to do <laughs> five seconds i'm not kidding i was like all right i gotta raise this down because when when, the, when, the, when joker's laugh comes in i gotta make sure the the, the track is down right. so it goes yeah, over yeah, yeah yeah and i sent it to him he's like fuck yeah and i was like cool because if he liked it then that that made me because his opinion matters and what is it like a 38 minute clip 30 30, sec, 30, 30 second, second clip yeah. i spent four hours on it <laughs> you gotta start somewhere dude though. i loved it because i was like well what if i do this and and just because i knew that we created it and then we just like the show or whatever and we are protective of it because we have a lot of people that you know think that we just come in here and just turn on the mics and start talking but i have a lot of things pre-planned in my head even before anybody sits down and i try to do that and it's the hardest thing is when you're trying to get other people to do podcasts and i want everybody to do one fuck if you we talked about if you do one fuck yeah i'll be happy because it'll be another show i can go on i ain't gonna lie <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i've been getting the itch again i just like the whole thing like i always wanted to get into acting and i acted for a while and it was it was like the perfect thing like a lot of people don't realize these actors um it's a lot like golf there's only like five six percent of actors in the whole world that make a living doing it and mm -hmm. we know who they are yeah because they're making like 20 million dollars a movie um but the like same way um with stand-up comedy it's the reason i'm such a big stand-up comedian fan and there's such, it's my favorite um entertainment in all the world is that these guys go broke for a long long time before they ever start making any sort of money and that's the same with acting i never wanted to do that i was already broke I didn't want to like be even more broke than what I was <laughs> yeah, for yeah. something that may never happen. So I didn't want to do the classes. I didn't want to do theater, which I already did when I was younger. Um, I don't want to do any of that. I just wanted to write and then do my own shit. And then now that um, you have like Patreon and you have all these uh, GoFundMe and stuff like that, like I've gotten back into writing. So I'm writing like uh, short films and um, like TV show styles. And um so like I, I just want to get back into entertainment stuff and do things like that. I just enjoy doing that. Well, you're in the right place around the right people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I'm a, the same way. Because I have so much stuff wrote, and that's when I first met him. He was like, "Why well, you have all this stuff?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "What'd you do with this?" I was like, I didn't know. I didn't have enough confidence in it. Right. And the first time I did stand up, I was like, "Fuck, I am awful." And then and then as you went two or three more times or whatever, and then it realized was when you hear people know you're funny, but like you're doing well and then and stuff like that but you still don't believe it in your head because it's you know like you said it's one of the hardest things to do yeah is to take these people and be like because some people don't <laughs> go to open mics to laugh and he knows that better than anybody oh, so Jesus. do i i mean it's in because like i was laughing because i know what he had put into that four was it three and a half minutes yeah something like that i know he put hours and hours into it practicing trying to get it perfected get the timing down yeah and i was spending an hour 
each morning doing it uh, where I worked at because we had a microphone and I'd, and I'd videotape myself an hour each day doing it and doing it and doing it until I got it perfected. And But it was hard for me to keep doing the same material because that's how neurotic i'm like no fuck it that's i did it once i don't want to do it again and that's and i have to overcome that yeah and that's what kyle you're, you're always gonna be your hardest critic too oh, oh you're yeah. always gonna keep pushing like oh because you're gonna hear it so much you're gonna be like that's just not funny but like there's somebody out there that's never heard it and to them it's gonna be funny yeah and i think that's where going back to how good a lot of these stand-up com- uh, comedians are is that they can still hit that delivery on something they've said a million times and they can keep killing it every time and they don't lose that passion or lose that energy saying that one joke. Um, and with stand-up comedy too, it's just, it's one of those things I, f- I truly feel that I could do like my whole life and still never be great at it. That's why I have such a respect for it. Oh, for sure. To be able to just go on stage and be like, hey, and then just I'm gonna make you laugh because you have people that are there like you're saying there's people who show up to like I'm like not going to laugh so like I'm just gonna be just oh, some it was, pun it was like, horrible so just what, some dickhead here because it's something free to do you so know? when are you gonna go with me no, no I'm not doing it <laughs> I'll help you ride we all did no, it no no I, 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 I got my stuff right you have to do it at least one time no, no, I did it no. once he did it I dude know. I have horrible stage fright. See, and I, I did it. Mm, I can't do it. Why? You I tell was, me why. I, I'm you, not kidding you, dude. I don't think my balls were outside of my body when I did it. And I don't even remember what the fuck I said. <laughs> it was all just the fuck. I had to watch his video to even remember I, because the first joke didn't hit. Well, it hit, but the three chicks sitting in the front, it didn't hit with. Yeah. And that's all I saw. Yeah, they didn't I was like mine either. Tunnel vision, right? Yeah. And from then on, after that, it was just like, Choo, my brain just shut off. And it then was he like, forgot. Just speak the, yeah. And then I forgot. I do remember that. I forgot part of it, and I go, "Oh shit, I forgot." Oh, wait, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody cared. No. Yeah. Yeah, because you're just working on stuff. But, yeah, but why? Why? Why would it stop you from doing it? I mean, you've been on YouTube. People yeah. will stare at you. You've been on here. Yeah, like I don't mind that. I just. uh there's something about like the light the spotlights on you it's being and, judged like, instantly right like yes. if I, if you want to sit and listen to me give you like information like i'm i'm okay with that yeah. but if like you're like you're looking like i've got a, i've got a mom and dad out here that this is the first time they've been out for fucking six months and they want to laugh and i get up there uh-huh. and i'm just i'm trying to tell highly mediocre dick jokes you know like <laughs> I don't, you, you know which have, i wouldn't do but yeah. like have you listened to have you been listening to the show yeah, yeah. Off, off and on <laughs> did you hear the one about the white lady in the wheelchair that dropped the hard r oh no Ooh. yeah the bar yeah. goes up from there yeah <laughs> i went you on can't. after <laughs> yeah you i was i was over there in a the corner doing my whole you know prep lower my anxiety you know yeah. everything like that and getting my head right and then all of a sudden this lady had a motorized wheelchair came in dropped a hard r oh yeah and anderson yeah one black guy one black guy in there everything i could do not to there turn was around two. he was laughing there was two but <laughs> devon left devon had to go to muncie he does yeah. um underground comedy up there which is great but yeah yeah she dropped the hard R. you can't you can't get no lower than that yeah you could go in there and just talk about how much <laughs> you fart during the day and it'll be better than what that bitch did <laughs> and then God. and then that, that's crazy that's what i'm saying is because you have to do it at least one bucket list and i will go with you Nah, but it but it's it is hard because I mean I, but I think he can do it and that's what's bothering me because well, I know he can do it. No, nah, and that's the thing. It's like I would have to find my th- like I'm more of a ranter. 
Yeah. And like, so like, like my favorite of all time is Carlin yeah. and then Doug Stanhope's right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Doug Stanhope is, is a lot like what I would be. Like I would just go up there and I would just bitch about things. Mine was uh-huh. Bill Burr. Bill yeah. Burr's yep. fantastic. Mm-hmm. He's one of the best working. Um, but like that whole thing where you don't really have anything. Re- There's no joke. Yeah. It's just, I'm trying to make you laugh at like this this world we've created uh-huh. like the society we've created in a sense and you that's know? why i've been working on there with being married 20 years i've been taking parts out of it and then you know going at it and then even like what we were to bed how it's changed and like instead of having candles burn next to my on my nightstand to sleep apnea machine yeah like things like that and it's because it's true yeah except i don't use the machine <laughs> so, <laughs> it's there for lips i think yeah. it's actually in the laundry room now i think Is it? Yeah. yeah but well at least go with me you don't have to do it like I, th- oh, I, I loved I, I mean I uh my realtor who we've become really good friends with she and her husband um are really close to my my uh wife's parents and they owned crackers for years like they know uh Tim Allen they were good friends with Tim Allen uh Ellen DeGeneres all of them that were growing that were starting out in that and they knew all of them they worked in the comedy business forever so we go out to dinner and I'd sit and just pick their brain and um and about like comedy and things and like so like I love we go to comedy and stuff a lot and it's cool to walk in with them because it's like people well known in like the Indianapolis so I'm just like yeah you uh-huh. know like yeah so um that so that's uh I love going to comedy like I'm I'm a huge stand like I said I'm a huge stand up comedy I'll I'll go with you I'm just not gonna get on stage I'll yeah. leave that for Ooh. people who know how to do <laughs> that's it. fine I will um we'll go and then because I go to Anderson um because he does a lot and then tomorrow night um well actually last Friday is when I went to um. Avon, I'm actually going out there for the first time to see uh, Brad Scott and those guys. He's, he's actually recording his live album. Where at in Avon? Um, you would say is that it the Improv Barn or something. It's no, like a newer place. It is. I have it right here because I was going. I was going to talk about it. Mother of Pearl. When is this? Uh, it is actually um, the date on it is. So of course you would ask. ask it, it will be tomorrow night tonight but it, when the show comes out it was last friday uh, or right. this past friday it is um avon it was on february 22nd red curb comedy dy jokers um so that's where it is it's called um red red curb red red curb comedy so it's tomorrow night yeah yeah i'm gonna be in chicago <clears throat> i met uh yeah because his name is brad scott funny dude and I had actually met him and didn't realize it when he came on the show. So he was a, he was it was a lot of fun because when you're sitting there with a comedy a, a comedian, he's giving you insight about like how people get paid, how they set it up, and how you should change the atmosphere and why this bar works better than this bar. Like it was that I just loved hearing that stuff. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, it was a good episode because I don't understand how I didn't understand how they got paid. Like hey, because when I worked when like Politsky or whatever, like when I talked to him a little bit, it's like oh i'm sorry when i was supposed to do that thing in seymour yeah i was supposed to i was actually supposed to perform in seymour at um that rails or whatever and they <laughs> yeah. canceled it but however many tickets i sold then i would get credit for those right. tickets so it's one of those right but yeah. i know bigger people have a flat rate right hey if i'll come in town do it this way so well, yeah i was supposed to form at rails how much anxiety would that have been going so, back to, yeah because yeah, you would have had that Everybody raid flow and yeah. in that crowd the people would have just uh-huh. been like oh let's go in here and shit on dj <laughs> yeah. i've been waiting 20 years to shit i would have fucking dude. i would have been the first time i've ever done my or crowd work before I'd yeah be like, that's, I'd, that's I'd, a situation I'd that's like, all you do i would have been in the background going Boo! 
He can't. He can't see his dick. Then I come up on stage with my pants off and try to hunt your leg as you're. I'd be all right with that. Might that might have been one <laughs> of be the closing. I actually, there. might have been if you saw me do this, tap my hat. I mean, oh, he's in trouble. Here I come. Here comes AP. <laughs> he would do that. <laughs> Put on a Chippendales dance. Yeah, I just think it's uh, it's one of the most challenging things, and and we've recorded videos too. Like I did that video of me being the creeper, my Tinder video. <laughs> yeah. That was all ad lib. That was all ad lib. That, yeah. that shit doesn't bother bother me. You know what I mean? I, I I have, and you know, you're kind of the same way. I don't, I didn't like that instantaneous judgment. Oh, you dude. You know, like, it's just that, that fucking, you can, you can dog me as much as you want behind my back, but don't, and I guess it's not even really dogging, but you know, don't laugh at me when I'm not, you know, don't laugh when I'm not around. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't care about that shit. But that instantaneous man, like you tell a joke and nobody laughs, and you know you fucking the room just gets real fucking tight. Yeah, because I would, yeah, and I struggle with rushing through to get to the punchline. Like da 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 da. Fuck my dog. Da 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 da. Had sex with your sister. Yeah, and they're like, I didn't hear the rest of it. Yeah, am I supposed to laugh here? And then it is hard. And then and that's where they tell you to go to more than one places. But then again, like Brad said, he got he stayed at one place and got you know ended up being a feature act there so you mm-hmm. hear different stories from different comedians because we work we try to work with a lot of comedians because kind of in our wheelhouse yeah. and, and and i think it's plus you just like hearing their stories like where they started and and you know and plus being invited to places like muncie indy uh, anderson and then a few other places like that and it's just cool to go watch these guys that you see you're having a conversation with and all of a sudden they start doing their bit and you're like fuck yeah like they just all of a sudden they switch yeah and like i'm not afraid of like being judged or not like being funny it's it's one of those things that uh kind of going back we were talking earlier about the people who came before you kind of thing and i just don't think i could ever like personally in my own head be satisfied no and I, I guess i guess that's like fair i guess that's how they all are like the great comedians will tell you they're not funny like they don't think they're that funny but they're they're great you know and then but i think that's where my issues at is that i i would be so hard on myself that i would push my own self away from it anyways you know because um it is something that i do respect a lot of and i've spent a lot of my time watching and that's what's great about today like i can go on youtube now with in brand new comedians you find guys oh yeah you know that just have little stuff on and like you start watching them grow as a comedian and um and it just makes it a lot easier for the guys who are good at it to like get their stuff out they don't have to wait for hbo to call them you know like so now it's like they can do they can manage themselves or they just join these smaller management groups you know and then like you're saying a lot of them will find that home court to where they try to go two or three times a week, four times a week, where they know they can kill it because they're going to have a lot of people coming back to see them, and it's kind of like their home field advantage. And then they'll go to other places and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and then Brad was talking about like three things will happen to you around other comedians. One is <laughs> like Kyle does, like, hey man, that was good. Hey, but once you look at this, once you look at that, and then there's one, some comedians that won't talk to you because you're fucking funny and they hate you already. And then the third one would be like, yeah, yeah, you're great when you suck. So he, he broke him down. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was just like, I was like, well, you know, we, it, we do that too with podcasts too. You know, going back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
we're going back to his his point you know we're talking about you know finding those comedians you know on youtube you know because you know putting that shit out is so easy now yeah i mean like technically we have everything that we could ever need to put out a special yeah yeah (laughs) you know what i mean and we're just small time you know i mean i mean from i mean like our board you know just the board and the computer and all my cameras and i mean like we could produce anything it's so fucking easy you know and i mean it is you know it's it's nice you know but it also i think it it kind of it's kind of hurting some things Mm -hmm. you know it's nice because these smaller guys can get out you know like us we can put out a fucking you know piss video you know and the sub bitch could go viral or some shit you know and then fuck there you go yeah you know but it's also you know i think it's almost feel like it's maybe shortening the lifespan of some comedians Mm -hmm. you know or, or i mean just people you know entertainers in general um you know, so I mean, I, I feel like it's, <clears throat> I feel like it's a, it's a, it's a positive, but it's also a huge it, negative. Attention yeah. span. It's attention span now. See, before it was is you'd have club, you have people in the club, and then all of a sudden you would see them on, you make it on Johnny Carson, you made it. If he, mm-hmm. it, well, if he brought you over to the couch, you made it, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you would follow that person's career, or they'd be on Saturday Night Live, you follow their career, but they have to get to Saturday Night Live, they have to get to the Late Show. And then they would get a special or they whatever, or they get a TV show. Like Tim Allen got a TV show. Yeah. Um, That's where a lot of name for. That's that everyday yeah. money. Yeah. Shit, you know? And so, but like, but now it's like you can go on there and um, fuck. I mean, at one point in time, there were people were periscoping their bits and, and then, you know, Instagram live, IGTV now on Instagram mm-hmm. and everything like that. But there's so much that you almost have to stay loyal to somebody and say, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to stay with them. But there, there's so much, there's, it's content overload yeah oh yeah and and we're part of that content <laughs> there's there's more video content on youtube right now than any of us could ever watch in our entire lives yeah i know if we watched it on re- repeatedly until we died we i wouldn't saw be able to see it i all. saw yeah. one of my old favorite uh, uh youtube videos like when it first came out it was about the unicorns and charlie yeah. I saw that the other day oh, for the first time. Yeah. Char- and I was just like, oh, in fact, it's on my kidney. And I, was like, <laughs> and I was like, why am I watching this? And Facebook's the same way because if you watch one video of somebody posting, oh, yeah. then you're like, I actually got to the end one day and I was like, wait, it's there, over? There's an end? Yeah. There <laughs> is. So I had to find someone else's video so I can like, <laughs> there, there. I've only did that once and that was actually two weeks ago. That's that's funny you brought that, that you said that because I, I didn't I didn't think there was a fucking end. Yeah. It was just I, I, I hit like four or five videos in a row that I was like, I don't want to fucking watch that. And I just kept going, kept going. And I watched something and okay, now just keep going. And all of a sudden it, it stopped and I was like, I kept flicking it up. Like, where the, what the fuck? Is this not loading? Why is there no more videos? I know. I, I just kept sitting out. there doing it. And I was like, finally, I was like, well, fuck. All right. I guess we're, well, I guess we ran out. We reached the end of the <laughs> hole, man. Yeah. There's a, uh, there's a, there's a video and I, I'm going to try to find it on my phone and then we'll pull it up. It's of, of the matrix it shows this is the music the way that it used to be and this is how oh, the music yeah. is in this world and i lost my shit because because <laughs> keanu reeves is like <gasps> no <laughs> and, I, and I, I think that and i don't want to be the hey get off my lawn guy but i like quality oh yeah i mean right. i do i like quality because i like and that's why i'm a big fan of concept i mean he works on a lot of his own beats he actually writes his own lyrics and then everything he it does himself i met another rapper hip-hop artist or whatever he does the same thing am i into his music no i'm not but listen to him talk what he's doing and i was i was spent 45 minutes talking to him and i was like i I was intrigued by it 
like how he's doing his clothing, how he's trying to do his clothing line, how he does this, and then how he um, writes and how he does his videos. And he won't put out a video unless it's quality. He's like, I'm not putting out any right. shit. It has to be shot right. It has to be edited right. And it has to be shot a certain way or I won't release it. And I wasn't into his music, but I was into what he's putting into it. The process. And that's where a lot of these people are not putting a lot of effort into their music and they're putting it out and you're like, what the fuck? I mean, it can be, I guess, a good but bad thing. But like for me personally, I think it's bad that mediocrity is okay. Like that, and that's where that whole thing's at. Like you can just throw me like highly, highly mediocre shit is okay. Yeah. And like when it used to not be, especially when it comes to art, like something you're looking at art. But now I think that's the, the big issue is that a lot of these guys aren't that who are making music aren't looking at it as art. They're like, hey, like. It's paycheck. Yeah, it's, I started out. A few people said they liked they liked my stuff, so then I put it on SoundCloud, and then a bunch of ten year olds shared it to each other, and like I got a million listens, and now I run around and do shows here and like do bar mitzvahs and make twenty thousand dollars. You know the last like, oh yeah. You know the last time that bad of an epidemic broke out. Herpes, AIDS, AIDS. AIDS. Yeah. Yes, I just compare mumble rappers to AIDS. That, it's, I mean, it's, it, is, it AIDS. is a disease. It's so an infection you, that has infected our society. So, do you have that video? I think I think that's it. Matrix predicts future of rap. It should be okay. Is the world that you know? Out of jail, fresh out of jail, California dreaming. Soon as I step on the scene, I'm hearing hoochie screaming. Living in a dream world, This is the world as it exists today. I know you want no. Y'all right, alright. Why you trapping so? I got more hoes in. Pop out, drop some. Fuck your trouble. <laughs> no <laughs> I don't believe it it's not possible <laughs> that's true that's, that is funny <laughs> and I know everybody's like well you didn't like your mom's music and I was like no I, I, I enjoyed Bon Jovi every now and then I did yeah you know and, and he is what he is yeah I mean he you know and I I go back and then ACDC was before my time, like the original parts, and you know, that's, <sighs> see, I'm not a big, I'm not a big ACDC fan. Like I appreciate them; they worked. It's the same with like Kiss; like they worked a bunch, yeah, and like they made a lot of money because they they toured the world constantly. They put new new uh, stuff out, and like appreciate that. But like, there's one album for me, and that's ACDC Live. Yeah, like if you hear them live, but like yeah. if you hear it on the radio or something, like you literally have to wait like thirty seconds to find out which song it is because they're all the fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's also that that's the brilliance of it is that they marketed and created this sound yeah. that like you could pick out. You know, it's always. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. But, like I don't have an issue with the with the sound. A lot of the song, I mean. They they jammed. I like that voice, even though it, it can be irritating. But like it's fucking rock, you know. I only uh, get through like, three songs. Yeah, but it's and just after one of those that. Things. Just, but it, did you did you ever hear ACDC though? But when it was Bon Scott and not um, the first, Brian Johnson, the first guy. yeah, Brian, jo- yeah, yeah. Well, and I have a I have a problem. And I was I was um, watching something. Uh, oh, the top ten worst 
remakes of original songs on uh, Mojo. I, I love watching those little videos. I always, I always, I might be anti Beatles. I might be because I feel like that's always shoved down our throat the same way. Like, not I know they're they're very creative. They they were very instrumental in everything. I get that right, but it's it just bothers me how much it gets shoved down your throat. Mm-hmm. Is that weird? I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't really feel like it was shoved down my throat. I mean, it was just. I mean, that's no, but what everybody said. Part of, the Beatles, oh, the Beatles, a white album, like this was perfection, and like they're the, the the epitome of what, and I'm just like fucking stop. Well, but I mean, it, I mean, it, 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 I mean, it was good. I mean, they, you know, they made some, they had some unique, unique sounds and songs, and they were, you know, really ahead of their time. But I think mean, about even, th- even, you know, you, you listen to, uh, you know, Repo talk about, uh, you know, when they recorded. Uh, you know abby you know abby road you know like how the one the one producer almost fucking killed every one of them uh because they wanted to get us they wanted them to sound like they were underwater so he put a fucking ribbon mic in a fucking yep. in a fucking fish tank and they stuck their heads in it and sung like a fucking ribbon mic has electricity in it <laughs> like they could have fucking killed every one of them yeah but but and i always go back to this same theory is like that was right at the creation of that a lot of that music right mm-hmm. so it could have just been in like it, it but now like you don't have that come out as much like right. like trent Reznor made a little bit of a different sound nirvana made a little bit of a different sound uh, but there was a lot of that that followed that pattern afterwards, right? Yeah. yeah. Marilyn Manson had his own sound. Corn had their own sound. Um, well, I mean, and, the Beatles the Beatles get a lot because I mean, technically they were the first boy band. They were, yeah, yeah, and I think they get a lot. Of, like for me, why the reason I respect the Beatles is that they actually grew with their with their crowd. Yeah. There's a lot of like Green Day. The first album, Dookie, was a fantastic album, and but they never their music didn't grow with yeah. me. They were the number one sellout on on the mojo they were number one really yeah yeah like they just never and then like i'm 25 years old and then they're putting out music i'm a new album i'm hearing it, i'm like that's like the same yeah childish like like and it's not even as good as what their old stuff yeah. was but it's still like that it's that like they pop didn't, punk yeah dark, like it's just you know but, it's like they didn't believe you know it's like they didn't believe it yeah you know what i mean it's like you know when they were you know when they put that that album out you know when we were 15 yeah you know it's like you know they were they were close to that age you know yeah. so they were kind of like going through Levine, some of the, yeah yeah <laughs> going through some of the same shit that you know maybe we were going through and yeah. kind of and you felt it through their music well then like you said when you're 25 and you know they're 30 putting out a songs for 15 year olds you're going wait a fucking minute yeah and they're on skateboards yeah, yeah it's just yeah. That, that's my whole I thing about a skater boy. She said, <laughs> sorry just grow grow with your I, crowd I, you I'm know just such a musical <laughs> snob and i think that's what bothers me is because a lot of it is just so commercially driven but they have to be it's like hey we signed you to a deal I'm like did you really read the deal they signed you to right. like a lot of those guys didn't like you're fucked guys. yeah like you're gonna you know and then that's why a lot of them don't even own their own music and that's why other artists can make the same fucking so like don mcclain american pie madonna remade it hmm. are you fucking kidding me yeah if you ever you ever listen to madonna madonna version of i don't it? think i've ever heard it sadly I have, yes. uh, his song was eight minutes yeah right and the mm-hmm. acoustic and it was like a sing-along and it was oh, like, fuck it, yeah. it was just who great. doesn't know every word of that fucking yeah. song. it was a great song about what was going on and then madonna turns it into a fucking fucking dance song really i, I guess i've never like, heard there should song. be a rule like among artists like there's like this jury of like six seven people and they have to vote and be like 
can we remake this song? And they're like, and they'd have to vote, and that'd be all like a Supreme Court of music. Yeah. We have to hear it first. Who yeah, was, we release. Who it was the um, who was the band that re, they redid a, uh, a Britney Spears song um, about three or four years ago? Uh, that I don't know. I can't remember who the fuck it was, but it like it 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 made me go. Well, Britney apparently should have been rock. Because it sounded way fucking better. I wish I could yeah. remember the name of it. Well, that it's like song. Jessica Simpson redid um, These Boots Are Made for Walking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to uh, her name was Sinatra, the singing, it's like a real soulful voice. And they just sold it because of Dukes of Hazard, the movie. Yeah. And then she actually changed the lyrics and stuff like that and added more banjos in it. Uh, I was watching the words, 10 wor- <laughs> worst remade songs, too. <laughs> and I was just getting angry. Yeah, but I mean. I'm okay with that one because she no. was the one that was. You can watch it on mute, but she doesn't need to sing that fucking song. Oh yeah. fuck! You know we gotta pull it up now. That song's fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> that song's fucking awful. She thought "Chicken of the Sea," and they let her keep having kids. Yeah. yeah. God, if someone ever needed a coat hanger, <laughs> too far. Is this still on? <laughs> it's, it's hot. It's they're, hot. they're not gonna put it out anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Boots for made for walking. Or is it a... It's like the one, two... Is that it? Yep, that's it. Oh, yeah. So, um, hold on real quick here. You know, because I'm having problems where I can't I can't see that getting, from you, back here now. Oh, yeah. You getting LASIK? Went to the eye doctor today. How'd that go? Uh, my eyes were fucked. Oh, uh, you failed? Yeah. Bad. <laughs> like, like C minus, <laughs> D plus? Uh, yeah, I'll go C minus. All right. All right. All right. It's not bad. All right. It's not so bad. So this is what I want you to do for me. I want you okay. to play Jessica Simpson's version first, and then I want you to play the Nancy Sinatra. Just a little bit of both. Okay. Just a little bit of both. Okay. We may need a five-minute break but after we watch the Jessica Simpson one. Right, my dick don't work anyways. Yeah, that's true. Oh, hold on. Oh, do you well, want to take our survey? No, I don't. None of these. I don't. No. Eat like, dick. Who, do, who takes those? Do you think anybody does? I, I don't think so. Man, they really. Are you ready, boots? Yeah. Oh. Are you ready, boots? Yeah. Why are you talking to your boots? Are you? Are your boobs? Oh shit! Look at that. Oh. Oh damn. Shake, shake, shake what your mama gave. You notice the beer can bottle doesn't move. Yeah, they yeah. got it glued. How the, stupid uh, is that? Oh, maybe she's just that good. Yeah. She's no Miley Cyrus. <laughs> I love Miley Cyrus. I don't care what any of you think. Willie. Willie's even in. All right. You fucking sell out, Willie. Was that Fred Durst with the red hat? Oh, just checking. <laughs> okay. I got to be honest. Um, that's the first time I've, I've actually watched that and realized that she was singing. Yeah. Uh, did you also realize there's a lot of uh, color in that uh, in that, in that <laughs> music video? So go back and, and then uh, yeah. So it's the third one down. That one? Yeah. Okay. We'll play a, a, a snippet. That sounds the same. <laughs> you keep saying you got something for me. 
she's got the soulful. Yeah, Nancy was dope though. Nancy's got yeah. a lot of good songs. I think uh, Quentin Tarantino uses her. Yeah. He's used her like two or three times in his movies. And that was that was a voice before a lot of the high tech stuff they got. You know, that's true voice. Look at those outfits in the back. See, that's that's like an era of time as a guy I would have loved to have gone back to because I loved the women's style in those days. Oh yeah, yeah, like the Austin Powers almost. Yeah, yeah. like I love like yeah. the 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 big boots and like all the the different skirts and dresses they'd wear. In oh those, yeah, like sixties and seventies. Oh for like, sure, man. Such the women I would, be killing uh, in I those would, days. I'd be more attracted to her than I would Jessica Simpson. Like it. You know why? What? You know why? Why? Talent. Oh, uh, all right. So if you're with uh, when I'm banging somebody, I'm no. not going. Can you sing a little yeah, bit for me? Singer, for I need me. to no. sing for no. me. No, no, because you're gonna have to talk to them the next couple of days. And then after two days, you're like, I, I'm not fucking you anymore. I must have fucked you stupid. No, I, <laughs> tell me I'm I, wrong. No, you're you're wrong. I don't care. <laughs> Wait, what's your famous fucking quote? You you. Sh- you show me a guy with a hot wife, I'll show you guys tired of fucking her. You show me a guy who's married to a stupid wife, it's how long before he cheats on her. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I if you're sitting down watching like The Punisher on Netflix and you have to yeah, follow but, the plot but, lines, but, but but you you gotta, you gotta remember this: you knew she was dumb before you married her. Mm-hmm. No, no. So you're not a, you your 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 level of expectations are a little different. I think. Mm, no. Or there was some fine print in that contract. Well, I give a, <laughs> if I get married again, I'm doing a knowledge test. A knowledge test. Like, can you sit down and answer this hundred question survey? <laughs> and people listen it's like he's not that fucking smart. Yeah, but I got common sense. After like the first date, be like, all right, I kind of enjoyed this. Tonight I'm going to email you a test that I'm going to need you to have done. I want it sent back to me in two days. See, this is our problem is we give out our best shit on the show. Yeah, we should have just wrote that to, down. That's a great bit. Right? I'm going to need you to. I'm going to need you to send it to me as a PDF. Yeah. Oh, so you want me to send you nudes? Like, no, bitch. Like, no. it's a real test. No, I want you. Is that send me brain cells? You want me to send you a test? Yeah. I'm like, no, really, you need to fill this out. Then yeah. she'll end up sending like an STD test instead. <laughs> yeah. All right, like, all right, well, uh, I'll take you. you okay, well, you, you pass. We'll, yeah. we'll get the real test next yeah. time. She'll yeah. send you the, her e chart. Yeah, <laughs> from like St. Francis. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, you been scraped a lot, hun. Uh huh. You've got you, your punch card is full. Yes, please pass go. <laughs> we uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I know that we sound shallow, but like I've been around guys who've been dating stupid girls and, and it's just the look on their face when they say something in front of their friend, like say something in front of his friends. Yeah. Like, did that bitch really just say that? Man, something else about this song, though. If Jessica Simpson would have recorded that song when she recorded that song, you would have got a lot of the same vibe off that song. No, Jessica Simpson's voice was fucking auto-tuned. That's not what I'm saying. Because I mean, you listen. I mean, you just listen to that audio. You know, there's a lot, a lot of that soulness. A lot of that soulness comes from being on a record. You know, uh, everything now is it's too clean. So you do get a lot of you. You do you can see a lot of you know the faults where they did use auto tune because you had to. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the day, you know, did you have to be a good singer? Yeah, you did, but you didn't have to be that great. I mean, a lot of that shit would, was covered up. I mean, the mics were horrible. Right. I mean, fucking the, I mean the the best mic back in that day don't even compare to this little fucking two hundred dollar mic I'm talking into. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And the technology just isn't there. And so, you know, what sounded good through a microphone back then, you know, really may not have been that great. Right. You know, I, I feel you. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I, no, well, I actually, I see your point I mean, there. And I think, I don't, you know, the, 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 the progression <laughs> of microphones and guitar amps and, you know, guitar, you know, all this, the forget the progression showed you know these faults in these people who are good singers but you, you know everybody's everybody's pitchy dog every once in a while yeah i can't sing I, i'll admit and so it. that's where auto that's where you know mm. all these effects had to come in you know to fix this shit because everybody wanted something mm. that sounded perfect that doesn't sound perfect right but it sounds good because it's it's like it's real well i think it, it sounds even better now because you're listening to it compared to auto-tune you're like wow that sounds well, yeah 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 well, I mean, there, well, there's fault. Well, you know, that, I mean, Dave, you know, Dave Grohl said, he's like, you know, he goes, we may not always sing on key, you know, he goes, but we're having a good fucking time. And he goes, we're putting our heart into it. Well, and too, like you had at this time too, you're having, you have Nancy, then you have Gladys Knight, you have Aretha. So you have these people who can sing yep. and then you're having Jessica Simpson. So it's yeah, like, yeah. hey, you look really good, but we're going to, your voice is okay. But like, so like you had these ladies before come in with these great voices and you can't go backwards. You have to keep moving forward and to the point where now we need technology yeah. to make these people sound better than what we used to have because yeah. these women were so great. Yeah. You know? What was the CNC Music Factory? You remember that famous song they had? Mm-hmm. Well, the lady that's in the video singing? It's it, not her. It's not her. It was actually a bigger black lady that could sing really well, but they didn't think she would be able to help sell records because the way she looked, so they replaced her in the video. Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't have her up next to this dude who's running around with somebody spraying him with a hose with a shirt off. Uh, (laughs) It looks like the black Gerardo. Yeah, like... Man, that was a great song, too. (laughs) I I can still sing, like, most of it. I I remember, like, the words. I don't remember any. Rico Suave, right? No, it wasn't Rico Suave. I remember the Rico Suave song. But like the CNC Music Factory. Oh, uh, so yeah, there's two different ones because there's... Uh, they kind of look the same. Gerardo looked the same as the CNC Music yeah. Factory guy. Because at one point, it's like, oh, he's got a new song. Yeah. Oh, Millie Vanilli. Millie Vanilli, Vanilli was there. What? Is that what we're talking about? No, that's a third one oh. that they all kind of <laughs> look like. Feel yeah. bad for Millie Vanilli, though. Blame it on the right. Is that them? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Sweet. Blame, part blame it on the track failing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> the best one's still Ashley Simpson on Saturday Night Live. That's my favorite one. Oh, man. I never even, I never saw, I heard about it. But oh, I, I was it. so happy it happened to her. Because, oh, did, yeah. wait, didn't she start like fucking dancing real weird or yeah. some shit? Yeah, like it, it was, it was like really, it's like you kind of have to start to look away. You're just like, man. And then you, it's like a train wreck where you're kind of like, I was the only yeah. person like slowly glancing here and there. Yeah. It's like, is she still, tr- is, she, is, this, is this still on? There's, like, oh, shit. There's two, time, two times in my life I gave a standing innovation at the wrong times. <laughs> one, <laughs> one is when that happened to her. And the second one is in, in, the, in the dark night when uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal gets killed. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can't stand her as an actress and I'm glad they killed her off and I stood up and clapped. Yeah, they, 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 they ruined did. that character too, though. Like, well, she was, she was, Katie Holmes played it okay. Yeah. And then you got Maggie Gyllenhaal, who's all of a sudden this big... They're both kind of aggressive, but Maggie Gyllenhaal just bothers me. Yeah. She's like, I'm an actress. I'm like, bitch, you're from a famous, rich family. That's how you got into acting. Yeah. Like, you really got your foot in the door that way. It's not because you struggled and lived on couches. It's because you had probably a black American Express card, and then yeah. you probably, you know... How many local car commercials did you do? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many cars did you help sell by showing up and doing a gig for 100 bucks? Yeah, for real. Yeah, I mean, I like your brother. I mean, I do. I think he's a great I actor. I think he's fantastic, yeah. I, I think he's he's a great character actor. 
there's a lot of that's the thing with me too with that like i'm not a big method actor person like they're great like like christian bell great actor I could go without him though. Like that whole thing, because there's so many great actors who just like show up and like can be a part and do re- like Tom Hanks. He can be Forrest Gump and then go home and still be decent to his family. Yeah. Like a lot of these method actors, like you hear these stories about how they get so caught up in these characters that they won't talk to their family for months um, and shit. The the guy who makes shoes too, older guy who's one of the greatest actors of all time, did Abraham Lincoln. There will be oh, blood. Oh yeah, uh, Daniel Day Lewis. Uh, he's fantastic. Well, but the, it's like the one who really ridiculous. bothered me was the guy who played Joker in Suicide Squads. Uh, he's also a rock star. Well, th- he's got a lot of things Dan that irritate me. Dan Aykroyd's fantastic. <laughs> he, uh, well, he would. He was on the set, kept pretending to be the Joker and like send stuff to the other castmates yeah. and being real creepy and like. And he's real sensitive about like people commenting on his music and like he's just. He just seems like he's one of them annoying. What is his name? He's like know. huge. I usually know. Like, his why can't name. I think of? I usually know people that I don't like. Like I remember the names of people I don't really oh, care for. Um. Um. Shit. Brain fart. Um, Listeners are going to be like, they're yeah. screaming. They're going to oh, be yeah. screaming right now the name um, of this dude. Well, this is not coming out. Fuck. Um, what in the fuck is his? Uh, he, Jared Leto. Jared, Jared yeah. Leto. God damn it. I knew it. But yeah, he's like one of those pretentious guys. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I also paint too. Yeah. Have you seen my newest painting? I don't, I don't own a television. My fucking seven-year-old <laughs> paints. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Jim Carrey paints paints. Yeah. Like, we all knew Jim Carrey oh, was dude, crazy. He's, he's, yeah. He paints some cool shit. Too, yeah, you know? and that's the thing. Like, Jim Carrey's one of the guys I love. I love him as an actor. Like, he's made me laugh. He's made me cry. He's, like, done all these parts. That we <laughs> Truman just, Show. Like, yeah, on Truman Show. Like, it's such a... Gr- I didn't really care for the movie, but, like, the idea of it is, like, really cool. Because we all thought of it as kids. Yeah, like, yeah, it's a cool, a cool who, idea. Who wasn't sitting there beating off going, oh, shit. Yeah. Is there a camera in yeah. here? Yeah. I was either thinking about family member who passed away watching me yeah. or God or like like the, there's hidden cameras. Yeah, your grandma with Jesus around her yeah. like shoulder be like, don't look. You know, he does this three times a week. That you new know. Steve Buscemi show that's on um, TNT where he plays God. God. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. Is it? He was, he was talking about Bill Maher and he was like, you want me to kill the Indian kid that's on? He's like, you want me to kill Bill Maher? He's like, whoa, whoa, all right, Ice Man, that's what you want me to do. <laughs> and he's like, he found out like there's something wrong with Bill Maher's heart, and he's like, well, we can, you know, probably plaque an egg on him, and he could die of a heart attack. And all of a sudden, he's like, said, what do you want me to do instead? Like destroy his penis he's like whoa if that's what you want to do then- <laughs> so god really hates bill maher <laughs> so no it's it's a but it was a different it was a different tv show like yeah. it wasn't the same tv show and it right. wasn't the same format it wasn't trying to be over the top so um but no i i think i just like art you know kind of like you guys do with your beer and stuff like that you took an idea you're going with it to be just making the labels making the shirts and like trying to find something but it's something you want to do Instead of being like, hey, we know what people are going to look at and want to, want to look at, but we want to do it our way and then build the brand that way. Yeah, we get a, we get a lot of comments like that where uh, your IPA is not juicy enough, bro, or it's not hazy enough. Like there's these fads, you know, and like like we'll always make beer first. Like so there's this new fad now in the beer business. Um, it started in the liquor business. It started with Fireball. And I like Fireball. I think Fireball's good. But don't come to me because you drink Fireball and tell me you like whiskey because I'm going to pull out a bottle of whiskey, some yeah. Red Rose or some, you know, oh, Woodford yeah. and don't like be like, uh, no, like that. Like, like, uh, 
for what it is, it's it's a cordial that's made like a whiskey, you mm-hmm. know. And it, like I said, it's good. But um, so like the new thing with beer right now is that um, we're ma- there, a lot of people are making beer second. So they got these very juice filled beers that have a lot of um, adjunct flavors, I guess is what you would call them. And then it's like beer second. So it's almost like you're drinking juice. Oh. And, and it's fine. It's great. It's yeah. good. But like for us, uh, but that's where a lot of people are going towards. For us, though, we don't do that. We always we always make our beer first. Like it's yeah. going to be beer and then the flavors and stuff come, come second. So you're always going to have that flavor of beer. Um so it's not like something, it's one of those things like I'm not bitter about it, but it's just kind of irritating. Yeah. So we get a lot of people who like bash us because we don't do that, but we're not going to do that. Yeah. Like, you know, like I mean, we're you not. make beer. Yeah. We're not, <laughs> well, we're not going to like turn to like what it is you want. So like, but like um, if there's a new style of beer, like there was a new um, one that's kind of popped up. It's called a Brute IPA. So okay. it's like a drier IPA that has kind of like um, wine tendencies to it i guess yeah. i'm not real we made we've we did a we did a collaboration with um, the garage project in michigan where they did one it was really good um and then we did one our own for um <clears throat> a bar or somebody in chicago we did one and it, and it was good i don't know a whole lot about about that idea or whatever yeah. but it's kind of like this new fad um so like we'll do those certain things but we're not going to adjust our ipa to a way where maybe IPAs are going, yeah. you know, um, and we've we've actually you know we've had discussions about like should we do that to sell more to that, but like to us our identity is much more important uh, than making somebody one or two people happy. Yeah, you know? well, you got to stay true to you know to where, you know, what's got you here. You know yeah. what I mean? Like why you know if it ain't broke, don't fi- you know don't yeah. fix it. What the, you know? So I mean, what you know? I just there's no point to to change you know good beer yeah. <laughs> because of, because of something that's going to go away eventually right yeah <laughs> you know? or move on to something else yeah and like we do that with a lot of times with festivals and i always tell people like you'll get a lot of times where you'll have someone who's going to a festival with their friend and uh he or she's not really a beer drinker but they're but they're trying it and that's fine and like so every time they say something like that to me and i'm handing them one of our stuff i'm like hey listen like if you don't like it there's a bucket poured out you're not going to hurt my feelings like I, I i get it we're not not everything our stuff's not gonna be for everybody yeah and i don't i'm not gonna be offended by it i'd rather you drink or have something you like than force my stuff down your throat <laughs> yeah. and then hate me for it yeah. you know yeah um so because you get a lot of people that are really uh they're scared to like tell you like uh, i don't really like it which is fine and then on the other hand you'll have people who go on like untapped and who have never made a beer in their life but they know how to how to tell you how bad your stuff is, you know, oh, like shit, yeah, and, yeah, or, yeah. And, and that doesn't even bother. It bothers me is when somebody has a negative comment about something, but has no input, you yeah. know, like so, like this that it's it's okay to have your opinion. I'm all for that, but have some sort of edu. Tell me why. Tell me the reason for your reasoning of not liking it. Yeah, and if you can't do that, then you're just talking shit, you know, yeah. like in my opinion. So. 
it's just one of those things like if you don't like it that's fine just like tell like tell me what it is you actually think or like what it is you maybe don't like about it stuff like that yeah just and, don't say it's shit like tell yeah. me that you don't like that certain flavor that's in there you know yeah. what i mean you know you, you get hints of you know hints of different flavors and different beers and different shit you know tell me which flavor you didn't like in yeah there. you know what set it off to where you just like eh, yeah not my thing yeah and, and too like with untapped a lot of these times people are are checking in or whatever on the app and they're at like a restaurant or a bar or they bought like a cans from like a store and so if you're doing that and then you say, hey, it tastes like this or I don't like this, this is like, okay, tell me why, because it might be something wrong with the taps at this bar. We need to get that figured out. Yeah. Or maybe that keg's outdated and like our distributor didn't rotate things correctly. Like, so like being able to just come like, hey, listen, like I'm not really digging this beer. It kind of tastes chemically or it kind of tastes like flat. And then we can look and be like, all right, cool. Well, we need to contact these people and or one of us needs to go here and try this or go and buy, get a six pack from this store and try this beer. Because if it's not, a, if, if it's dead, we want it off the shelves. We don't yeah. want you taking it home. Yeah. But like we had, uh, like last year we had somebody, and a beer, especially beer we put out um, for the Alzheimer's. It's uh, the Maybell uh, beers that we put out. And um and like percentage of the money goes to Alzheimer's or whatever uh -huh. research, and uh, somebody just put tastes like tastes like sun lo suntan lotion. And I was <laughs> just like, that just doesn't help us, you know? Yeah. Like because yeah. there's been like 700 other people that's given it, you know, three to four to five out of five stars, and you're the one person. It like like you're not there's no so like something like that i'm just like like shoe like i don't yeah. like shut up but like uh but like there are some people who are um because in that that in the beer culture and stuff like that there are people there are nerds like yeah there is with any kind of culture you know yeah. so there are people who may have never um made beer or anything like that but they've they've been a part of the beer business they've sold it or they've they've drank a lot of it they've studied it so they they have a knowledge of it so like just ha let us have that knowledge when you don't like something or you do like it you know yeah so that's my whole thing so listeners hey if there's something when it comes to beer if you want to race beer that's fine just let people know so we yeah. can do better well that's kind of like that's kind of like when we started the show or whatever and we had you know and, and people like hey it's funny well which part do you like well like when you guys talk Oh, um, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, All right, we'll keep talking. Then. Like, yeah. what, which which guest did you like? <clears throat> well, I like a variety. Like, was there a certain episode you really like? Like you, like you're over the your, topics. Yeah, you're yeah. opening yourself up for criticism because you want it. You may not always like it, but you want it because you're not going to get better without it. Right. You know. And we're helping those guys develop a podcast. And when they asked for feedback, like I fired away, and I you know I was like, hey, this is what's going on. This is what you need to do. And then that was cool, and they were like, "Yeah, I get what you're saying." Yeah, well, it's, I mean, I, you know, I, I, we have a rule at my house, like you can't bitch about the pro, or you can't bitch without having a solution to the problem. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's the same thing. You know, it's like don't just tell them the fucking beer's bad. Right. You know, tell me why. Yeah, they're telling yeah. me what what it is that you're not liking. Yeah, because I and then I might be able to explain it, or like we we're saying, there might just be something wrong with problem. that six yeah. pack you bought, and we. Yeah. If it is, we need to get that shit off the shelves. Well, it's like know? at my house. I mean, my wife's just wrong. I mean, that's, that's yeah. Well, that's that's, you know, that's rule number two. Because yeah. my rule is, what's the problem? <laughs> what's the problem? What do we need to do to fix it? And what have we done in the past to fix it? Yeah. Don't call me and be like, "Hey, this is fucked up." Okay, it's fucked up. That's great. What do we need to do to fix it? And what have we done in the past? 
Like, what, what, what have we done to solve yeah. these solutions? And right. then most people, if you stop, and that's why I, when I train employees and train when I work with people, I'm like, think that way. Something's wrong. Has this happened before? And how did we fix it before? If it's something new, then yeah. But they're just like, this, oh, this just sucks. Okay. Like, we have a problem with what we're going through now on the podcast. We're going to fucking fix it. We're, I mean, yeah. we, we're pissed, but now we're like, fuck it, we'll fix it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had about a year of my life in Chicago where I worked for... Um, Uh, some people call it like an organized crime family. Some people call it this and that. But anyways, one of the biggest things that I learned from working with these people is that you would get caught in these situations anytime in business or at home or whatever where something may go wrong and everybody just wants to start pointing fingers. And it comes to the point, it's like, all right, who gives a fuck whose fault it is? How are we fixing this? Like pointing fingers and putting a blame like that's not fixing anything. Yeah. All you're doing is sitting there bickering. All you're doing is trying to make sure people aren't looking at you poorly. So like if you are to blame, find a solution for it and then nobody's looking at you poorly, you and, know? So it's like quit pointing fingers, let's just figure this out. Let's move on. Like Yeah, yeah when I managed a lot of places and like one of my employees would do something and it would go up above me and they'd be like, "Well, what happened?" Like, "Hey, it's my fault. I'll take care of it." And then we'd take care of it in-house instead of being like, "We I know you screwed it up." And then we'll all we'll take the blame for it and we'll move forward because if 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 you're constantly saying yeah he really screwed up and then at some point in time your superior or whoever part of the family is going to be like how long are you going to let this keep going on you know and right. then, and you need to accept responsibility because like your house is your four walls right this studio is our four walls for us so it falls on us if something's not working right a lot of people won't do that they'll blame something else and and then and they'll always complain like. Oh, and that's when you get back to my life, like Eeyore, things are bad. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of just being like, fuck it, just move forward. I mean, because there's nothing, after I lost Pops, I just realized, like, there's not a whole lot that are really can be worse than, than that. So, like, I really don't have a whole lot. To, and then, you know, and I talked to him about it, like, even my demeanor's changed. Like, I just, like, don't really complain about a whole lot. Like, I'll, I'll complain, but I'm like, I don't really care. There's two different kinds. Like, ah, eh, fuck it, whatever. You don't complain like you used to. No. Yeah. <laughs> there's no. always worse. No, yeah, there, there always is until you go through it, and then that's fine. You gotta, sometimes you got to hit bottom. Yeah, and I hit bottom really bad. Yeah. And then um, and then you just surround yourself with the right people. And sometimes it's not your direct family, because that's where a lot of your anxiety can come from. Mm-hmm. You know, where they're constantly like, what are you going to do to fix it? And I'm like, why do I have to fix everything? Will you fix everything else? And when you fail them that one time, they're like, yeah, right. Like we're done with him. Like yeah. we, he, he couldn't get us through this one time, but they'll, yeah. I mean, I think I read it the other day. Everybody, no one ever remembers the 99% of the good shit you do. They always leave that one thing. Oh, that dude, one, my, my dad, <clears throat> that was the one thing my dad told me as a kid. He's like, because people will never remember the good shit you do. They only remember the bad. I mean, I yeah. fucked down. I have fucking, you know, hammered some good pussy. <laughs> don't they remember? I don't, <laughs> I don't think that counts. Yeah. It's not. I've never had bad pussy. I have. I had a bad blowjob one time, man. I think the bitch thought it was a corn dog. I had one. I had one. I I had one who thought I think she was trying to start a fire. Like, like spit on it. <laughs> it's smoking. If you have to go to the liquor cabinet and pour it on the vagina so it takes away the smell, it's Ooh. bad. Or if someone walks in, and be like, "You got a cat?" 
<laughs> What's my cafoon here? Or someone, someone's getting some fish. <laughs> Jesus. That last one's a true story. It was not me. It was awful. I feel bad for that girl because the one of the dudes like, hey man, I saw that you uh had sex with so and so. And he's like, Yeah, and he's like, Man, it smells like fish in here. He's like, Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> but do you tell her? Hell no, man. You never know when you're going to get it again. Uh, I, I think, yeah. <laughs> I think it's one of those things. How well do you know her? I don't know. Double washer, I you guess. You just don't hit it again. Yeah. Well, if you do, you got to make sure you're going to, you're prepared for a long shower because I mean, you got to double wash. Well, you got yeah. th- to think about it. It's like with anything. Within about 45 seconds, you're not even going to notice the smell. I don't yeah. know. You get I, used to it. But if I, it's like something, you, if it's someone you care about, even if like you're not in a relationship, but if it's like, you know, we all had those girls like you might have slept with once but you were like friends for a long time and you actually cared about like their well-being and stuff like someone like that i would say hey listen like this may get you in bad situations later in your life (laughs) like you may you you may want to work on that how do you bring that up yeah hey 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 you remember that one one time like before um, you go to college i think there's something you should know do you got a suggestion box (laughs) (laughs) yeah it smells like it's full (laughs) who was it scott randolph when we interviewed him tell us about that girl and smell really bad she had she had bad breath bad breath Yeah, yeah yeah and he was like because he was talking about how like uh you know you should floss all you know floss every day you know because like fucking shit gets stuck in there and your fucking breast stinks and he said he was you know trying to hook up with this chick and her fucking breast stunk he's like but i hadn't i didn't have i hadn't had pussy in a long time so i just went with it but her fucking breath was ridiculous and he said he put her face down yeah, so yeah. she wouldn't breathe on him yeah you gotta i mean that's a half, half time adjustments yeah. <laughs> oh man that is oh fucking tom doing... brady calling an audible yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah he's yelling what is it what's the name of tune star kissed he's yelling, yelling star kiss star kiss what because what? when they yell audibles they use weird names oh uh, yeah, yeah oh my god i don't know like we have no really don't have a whole lot of room to talk i guess i don't know i shower twice a day sometimes i just you never know when you're going to run into that magical unicorn of a lady who wants you to better down you always got to be clean ready to go yeah that's, that's never gonna happen for me and that's why i said it's a unicorn oh yeah. gotcha gotcha stay game no, ready. I, I, I take a shower once and wash my dick twice yeah that's how it works i never put cologne on it i've seen dudes put cologne down their pants yeah yeah i'm surprised that's not like a thing it's like well i know the axe body spray cologne. yeah <laughs> Uh, called dick loan dick loan dick loan new crotch loan new from l man dick loan dick loan make it look french and shit come with every six pack oh because if you drink this you never know where you're gonna be at never know yeah i don't know because i mean i got two boys and i and i just worry about the weird shit that like i i always try to tell them the truth if they ask me a question i always do to the point now where i don't want to ask me more fucking questions Luke, Luke, I, Luke, my oldest asked me, him and my oldest, my youngest came to the table and I was having a bowl of cereal. It was in the afternoon. Steph was gone. Mom was gone. So I was sitting there and, and they kind of looked at each other and giggled. And I was just like, fuck. Hey, dad. Like, yeah. Do you know what a, you know, you know what a blumpkin is? And I was like, yeah. He's like, you ever had one? I was like, no. And he was like, why? I was like, I, I was like, I would never, the type of girl that would do that is by far the dirtiest fucking yeah. whore on the face of the planet. Something all of a sudden, for. all of a sudden I just noticed kind of like the, the fluid in my, my son's face when I like the, like the color. And I was like, do you know what it is? 
He's like, well, I heard it was when you get a handy on a hayride by a pumpkin. I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, times have changed. And I was just like, fuck, you got Google. Yeah. <laughs> Your phone's unlocked. You're almost 16. You used to have to go to the library to figure this shit yeah. out. Yeah. I thought he, he thought it was a hand job next to a pumpkin. A hand job next to a pumpkin. <laughs> wow. Because I, it, I'm pretty sure his girlfriend gave him one, so I just called that girl the dirtiest whore around. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working that into my act because yeah. I figured it'd be funny because, you know, well, growing up, we didn't, you know, like we, like you said, we had to go to the library or if we found a fucking, my cousin had a book, uh, York gave me a book, says, um, an asshole's guide to women and it had all the names in the back of it. That's how I learned them yeah. or whatever. We'd have Urban Dictionary. Yeah. They didn't have any of that shit. A lot of that shit, too, like growing up would have like two or three meanings. So you'd oh, have yeah, like the yeah. one meaning and then you'd you'd go to like a sports camp or something out of state and somebody would be like, oh, yeah, that's what this means. Like, whoa, no, this is what, you know, and then you have like these talks about, yeah. you know. Like I went to Purdue basketball camp and then you'd be, you'd, all of a sudden you start talking about things. But yeah. Like, you guys do that up here? Yeah. Or wow. You get girls to do that? Or you'll learn something new term for something that you had a different term for. You well, know? we we didn't have any, too many black kids in our town. So when you go to basketball yeah. camps, there's a lot of black kids that teach you a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love. No, I just. Uh, no, I'm glad that you guys are doing really well with the beer. And then I'm happy that you're thinking about getting back into the entertainment side. Yeah. Hell it's yeah. something I like. Uh, one of my good friends, Mike Sullivan, um, he did a midlife crisis. Uh, like two or three years ago so he went so a little bit about mike uh he went to brownstown but uh he graduated high school when he was 16 he went to ball state i think he had three degrees by the time he's 21 he's a certified genius mensa studied oxford uh that he wanted to go to grad school um but didn't have the money so he joined the military and i think he spent four or five years in the military to get some money and then went to florida state got a degree lived in tallahassee for a while built a house ended up going through a midlife crisis and opened up a post office company called going postal so went through a midlife crisis sold all that uh rinsed his house out moved to la and now he's a um talent manager for a lot of porn stars and shit like that so i get i get pictures sent to me at the <laughs> after parties like yeah. that. and the thing with this guy what's crazy is that he's been completely sober his whole life like he's never he would always come and party with us he just never touched alcohol he's never not a cigarette i mean he's just never had any intention of doing any of that he never and um he re, he did an interview with somebody recently um and i read the article about it about growing up black in brownstown and like and he was an adopted he never met his parents nothing so and I never knew this as a kid why he was the way he was until I read this and like basically kind of like didn't really break my heart. It's just kind of like, damn, Mike, you know, like I've known you for 20 years and like I never knew this part. But like he felt this um, he felt this like this almost burden on him that he had to represent black people in this small community. So he wanted to be the smartest. He wanted to be everything that maybe that brown. I mean, let's be honest. Brownstown had a sign that said, don't let the sun go down your black ass that's yeah. a sign that used to be in the town okay yeah. so he's living in this town so he felt this like it was his duty to change all these people's minds about black people so he wanted to be the smartest he wanted to be the sharpest uh, he wanted to be everything you know and he took that on himself and so 
going back now and now that guy manages porn stars and goes and he's he's seen women snort cocaine off each other's bare asses and off titties and like he'll sit on the couch he's told me and watch two girls have sex you know and like and things like that like it's just funny to think that this guy yeah. is the one who's managing and hanging out with porn stars and yeah, stuff you know it's, and it's, and super it's pretty, smart dude yeah, yeah and it's awesome he's like been a producer on some like uh, porn podcasts and things like that um, from this old this lady who used to be like a big porn star like back in the 70s 80s i think um and they bring these newer porn stars on and do like weird stuff and everything and he's the producer of it and um so now he's like doing a lot of managing like uh, stand-up comedians um he's got a lot of friends he's networked with he's met um i think a couple of the people he's getting close with like wrote for um parks and rec and like stuff like that so like he's making all that and then jared Beatty's moved out there recently so like with him out there now that's kind of like one of those things where it's like man like I have a friend who's right there, like who would help me if like anything I have, I'd send to him and he would help with it, you know? Oh, yeah. And it's almost like I'm not taking advantage of that. And I know he would do it. And like every now and like I, we have a, a group chat thing on our phone. So all of my, my close circle where we talk all day and every day, like we don't go without talking to each other. And so him and I, like once a day, I'll send him private messages of like ideas and like, um, um, script layouts or a podcast idea and I always run things by him and now he's getting to the point he's just sick of it and he's just like just do one of them like quit sending me something every fucking day for <laughs> yeah. two years and just do one of them yeah. or he'll send me like well I'm waiting to see where you go with this it's like god damn it Mike you know because you know I'm going to start it and not finish it Yeah, you know so um, so having that that's kind of something that's kind of fired that all back up again and like I said, it's something I've always wanted to do. And it was always something that um, doing plays and things like that was always very natural, like just acting and pretending. Growing up being the only kid, I had to have, you yeah. know, and raised by my mom, I had to have a great, you know, I was grounded a lot too. So I was in my room <laughs> yeah. making movies with my G.I. Joes yeah. and shit Hell like yeah. that. No, and, yeah. that, and that's a lot of the same thing. So he, he, needs, he needs me. He needs a person. He needs a, a friend like me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I was, the, I was you before yeah. I met him because I'm the one that's like, like, like somebody will come and I'm like, don't fucking tell me an idea unless you are a hundred percent prepared to for me it. to flip your fucking world up and finish it because yeah. I'm going to do it. And so, I mean, it's, it, because when, when he was like, "Hey, we need to do season two of Pissed," and then what was it like? A two days later, you had like fucking thirty ideas from me. Like, all right, here it is. Yeah. See, before it would be one of those things where I'd be like, ah, "It's not funny," and I gotta go to work. And now it's like in my phone, there's like nine thousand things in there, and then we'll eventually just start chopping them down. Um, yeah, hell, the only reason we haven't started shooting Pissed yet is because I decided to start another job. Now I got two jobs, and now I have zero fucking time. <laughs> it's like I just want, I just want like, give me a fucking six hour block, and I will shoot ten weeks worth of fucking video. Yeah, and then and, you know, and that's the whole, and that's the whole thing where I switched jobs, took a pay cut, and it affected my family a lot, but it allowed me now to be able to do this show, another show. And then if I want to go like tomorrow night, if I want to go hang out with those comedians, make connections, went to a show, another show where, well, that's where I met this other guy who came on the show. Who and then it's that's where I'm doing that now. Before I was, I'd get home nine thirty, ten o'clock at night and be like, I'm going to bed and get right back up at five. Yeah. And then you know, and I think that's where because I don't want to be. I turned thirty nine uh, March fifth, and I was like, I'm not forty yet. So by forty, I'm going to get where I want to be at and keep moving forward so i mean we've done this since october 2016 and it's still going haven't missed yeah. an episode 
um, except for last week, um, but not the main show. Yeah. The big show has not missed an episode ever. <laughs> I missed a couple of them. Had to flu once, went on vacation twice. <laughs> yeah, but, and we made it work, and we made yeah. and made it funny, and then we made a lot of great connections. And the because we're surrounded by the right people who like, yeah, fuck it, dude, who cares? It's funny. Yeah, but that's the biggest thing is because you know you, people that don't want to accomplish things like I don't know if you should do that, you know, and it's that's where we move. Those people have been moved away. And I think Rogan it says you have to drop negative. Yeah, get rid of people. negative people. Get rid of that energy. Yeah. You know, but if you know if people, you know, if you are thinking about doing something, like anybody, you, anybody listening, like if you do, you know, like you, you know, you have a shit ton of ideas. You know, and so does BJ. You know, and he's got some fucking many. I'm kind of to the point now where it's like we're just gonna have to put this shit in a hat and fucking draw it out, and that's what we're gonna do. But pick the smallest and the easiest fucking thing. And knock it out of the fucking way, because chances are it's probably not a good idea. If it's easy, it's not a good idea. But you got to do it to see, you know, because yeah. uh, you you know you, you never know, you know, especially if it, if it's a fucking video, if it's a podcast, if it's a fucking you know a, sh- a, sh- a short, you know, whatever. If you think it's gonna be easy, then fucking just do it, get it done with, and move on to the next one, you know, yeah. because. Doing that, like the way my mind work, way my mind works, is if I do have that easy and I have that middle, you know, by the time I start doing this one, it goes, oh shit, okay, we got to hurry up and get this done because this will work on this and this, you know, and so like everything fucking builds, and you finally get that fucking epic, you know, final project. But you got to, you just got to do it, you know. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, that's, that's like I said, that's why you know, don't come to me with a fucking idea unless you plan on finishing it because right. I'm gonna figure out how to finish whatever we have to do. I mean, that's he brings the ideas, I figure out the hurdles. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I mean, it's just you just got to do it, man. When I think too, with me, like there was a lot of things growing up uh, the way I was raised and I grew up, and uh, that there were a lot of times I just got let, I like was excited about things and I would yeah. do things and then there was this big letdown. Yep. And so I that's that's something I have to get I think that's I've carried that's one of the things I've carried with me in my life. So like I'll start a lot of things and then I'll put so much time and effort into it I get bored with it or it, or like you're saying it gets to the point where you've looked at it so much. There's so many scripts and stuff I've read over and I've given them to the people and they've read them like we really like this. Like this is good. Like you got to keep doing it or they'll give me um, I had a girl I used to work with in Chicago. She was a server, and I would just take her, bring her my stuff. She would be done serving, in the, and I was a bartender at the time. And so the bar would still be open, and she would stay after work, go sit in the dining room, and completely edit my whole my whole script for free. Yeah, you know, and and so and they'd be like, yeah, like this is good. Like, or she, I'd give her something, she'd be like, yeah, and she like get halfway through and be like, yeah, this I I would get rid of this, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but like I just I I get to the point where I I would now I go through and I so anytime I would start to write something and I'd spend hours writing or whatever and then when I would come back to it the next day I would start from the very beginning and read everything again and then go from there and mm-hmm. I think by doing that and doing that so many times I would just get so tired of it yeah. and then it would just get so worn like if I was watching a show so much I'd be like this gets old like yeah. I'm done watching this and it's the same thing with like my writing and so. It just those are things I just have to get over, and like too with my life, like it just gets so like there's so much shit going on that like those those two hours every night for me just to sit in my 
my <laughs> leather reclining yeah. couch in the in the basement yeah. and just chill like throw some video games on or throw a movie on the watch and then stare at my fucking little screen for a while yeah. you know so like that but the, but that time to where just clear everything out and not worry about not not worry about the things i should be worrying about or that are, are on my mind just like put them to the side for just a few hours to keep my fucking sanity and so but that's the time where i need to be doing a lot of this stuff and then i'm just not a very kind person when like i'm constantly being stacked on like oh, there's yeah. always like uh, being growing up being uh, the only kid i i gotta have that time to myself i appreciate that yeah and that's why my wife and i work really well with that because she's the same way so like we'll spend all day together with the kids and do stuff like that and then at night like after the kids go to bed she does her thing i do her, my thing yeah. you know or now now and then we'll we'll start watching a show together stuff like that but we like having our time to, to ourselves you oh know? yeah and um and then like to my wife too like my wife uh she just got a new job she's a cfo for um i forget what 120 or something but it's a school here in indianapolis that um teaches coding and oh, like they shit. do a boot camp and it's by scott jones who um is like a big time entrepreneur tech entrepreneur he helped uh kind of create um voicemail i guess so he took recording and phone and put that together and create a voicemail you <laughs> yeah. know so like that's his big his big big thing um so she works for him now and she's a cfo for the company so like she's works all the time now and like yeah. she's always been that way she's driven she's very hard worker but she still likes like her time and so like that is like weighing on her a little bit at times with that where she's just working constantly but but that's one thing like but, but i just need to there's time and there's moments where i'll be like all right fucking do it you yeah. know, and then I'll sit down and I'll do it and I'll do it for like a week, two weeks. Yeah. And then once again, it gets to the point where this one's tired. I'm tired of this one. I have a new idea. Let's start working on this. So when I die, whoever can get into my phone, <laughs> I've never told anybody my code, yeah. but on my, 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 my Celtics or Celtics, however you want to say it, yeah. I have a lot of half-assed written shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I have no. a, I have a black book. I have a brown leather book and I have my phone. Yeah. So I have a lot of stuff all over the place. That's not even the stuff I found from when I was younger. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I have notebooks where I, I did music. I wrote, um, I started out writing poetry and then got into doing hip hop. Yeah, me too. And so um, I have books of stuff, you know. Mine was like, awful. Like mine, <laughs> mine was all right. Mine, mine would Listen actually. Listen to you, I'm all right. No, 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 no. I'm just saying for like right now, like I would have worked better now than, because a lot of my shit was nerdy and was like, um, Cause I wasn't a gangster, you know, yeah. so I didn't, I don't have cars, I didn't have money. So like I made jokes about that. And yeah. like my writing was about like stuff that just wasn't, was, a lot of my songs were a damn near a Seinfeld episode, you know? So like, <laughs> mine just, were like a cry for help. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like a dark, dark place. And I'm like, I don't know if a lot of people like to read this or listen to this. Yeah. I'm like, they might be like, you might need some, uh, some bipolar myths. <laughs> Well, the only thing I wrote that I still remember, I memorized, and I'll always make sure I can remember, um, when Laura passed away. So I had a lot of, um, Laura was, Laura Culp was somebody who was a big part of my life. We dated um, for almost all through high school. And then I actually went to, I was friends with her family. I actually took her to one of her first dances. Oh, really? Yeah. Like sixth grade? fifth grade no it was in high school oh the high first high school dance it was one of the high school ones like one of the big ones like winter dance i went yeah. out there 
yeah i still remember the day uh, what her brother did and what her brother said because <laughs> yeah. he said why they call you bj and then pointed to my crotch in front of her family who was a very religious family oh yeah. shit and i'm sitting there going man i really hate my name today <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, mean, I remember that yeah and like so like her and i i mean we knew each other as little kids we went to church together and then uh, her family went away uh they left the church and went somewhere else and then they came back later um so her and i known each other for majority of our lives and we're very close and we dated and she was like my first uh she was like the first woman who loved me that didn't have to because she wasn't family kind of thing you know so like so um but when she passed away there were a lot of things i regretted and um so i spent two years and at that time i was starting to get into writing more to get that out and so trying to find an answer to get rid of uh this regret i was carrying with that and so um i wrote kind of like my last words to her and um it took me almost two and a half years like i was playing i was in college playing college basketball and my to get eligible for my sophomore year i had to go live with my assistant coach and go to summer school and he lived on a lake and had a pontoon boat and i didn't know how to drive a boat at that time but i'd go sit on his pontoon boat like every day after i train and do school and then i would write and it took me two almost two and a half years to like finish this and to where to where i was satisfied you know and it's the one thing that i've written that um i'll always like try to remember like about once every month or something i'll try to recite it just to keep it keep it going because it's that one thing that um that i'm actually like proud of like i can look at and be like this is actually good like this this means something other than like the rambling shit that i would <laughs> i would talk about like yeah you know i would break down a I would somehow combine Contra with Mega Man in a song. And then, you know, it's like just weird <laughs> shit like that, you know, yeah. so, um, or depressed. Like a lot of, a lot of my music, like you're saying, was like dark. Yeah. And like the thing is, I wasn't like ever super depressed is like, but growing up with like my mom um, who struggles with depression and things like that, like I kind of understood it. So like I would kind of write my view on it and stuff like that. And the things I was seeing people go through. So like it was that stuff. And then it would also, and then it would just go to like, I'm trying to make you laugh and like know that I'm not taking this seriously, but I like, I just like writing and, and yeah. for the longest time as a kid, I wouldn't watch like serious movies. I'd only watch comedies. Yeah. Cause I, I would not watch like something that was like, I don't know, dark emotional or whatever. Like some emo. I just watch comedies. I we'd start watching. I get real uncomfortable and I just couldn't watch it. Yeah. Like I watch horror movies, but when they went into like a real serious, like, and I'd be like, I'm out. Yeah. I can't do this because obviously my real dad left when I was six or whatever. And then uh, Pops came in right around 17 is when they really got remarried. And then obviously, so from that gap to like there to there, having a constant, you know, that, that's always messed with my head. Yeah. Yeah. Your Pops was my coach. Uh, I know. Sixth grade or yep. seventh grade? I was, he was my coach um, for Brown Bears, seventh and, or I'm sorry, fifth and sixth. And then, because he got me at the middle school or whatever, and then um, he coached for thirty some years. Yeah. And then uh, it was uh, it was weird um, how much like uh, the coaching methods and stuff that even I still use with my sons and stuff like yeah. that. And I'm glad the boys were able to spend time with him. It was weird because when when he passed, it's like, and then you, I saw a lot of people I hadn't seen came down and, and saw me and stuff like that, and it's just yeah. it's just weird. It's yeah. like, hey, it's good to see you. It's during a death. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm never going to talk to you again. Not because I don't like you or anything like that. It's just my life's going to continue to go this way. Yeah. And that's the weird part. And, you know, that's where I tried to find a humor in it when he 
so I decided to talk during the funeral, and I was like, and I was fine until it was I because I knew that they were they were going to do the eulogy, then a song, and then me. So I'm like not listening to what they're saying, but kind of listening because I'm like, like, all right, since it's in, it's like almost when I did stand up. Like I was more nervous doing stand up than doing this, but it's almost the same feeling. Yeah. Cause like I was having, I was drinking water or whatever. And, uh, I had been up with, a, uh, I had been up with a migraine the whole night before hadn't slept and, and got up there. And then I started with a joke. I'm like, um, ladies and gentlemen, could you please rise to the national anthem? And I was like, nah, guys, just go ahead and sit down. <laughs> and then I was fine until I got to the end and stuff like that. But like, I took so and I, uh, and I put that together like in an hour, not even that. And I was just like, and that meant so much to me. But I was like, if I can put that in, in an hour and that means the world to me, what can I do that doesn't mean the world to me? And not to half ass anything else, but just think about like, if I put that much effort into other things, then I get, you know, then I should be able to get, you know, get other things <laughs> together. Yeah. As you go to a dark, I go to a dark place is when I'm the most creative. Yeah. Like not when I'm happy, go, go. And like when I'm in a dark place and everything is a lot better, like everything comes out better creatively. You know, like what was it? Van Gogh used to be hammered as best shit came out. Yeah. So I quit using, Me too. quit using drugs or alcohol. So, yeah, you know, and, and that's the hard part is like, I encourage anybody that wants to do anything, it, it, no matter what anybody else says, if you want to try some like comedy or, or writing or painting or whatever just do who cares where if you're past a certain age and you know i was talking to colin about it and i was like he loves hip-hop i was like why don't you start writing some hip-hop songs he's like why i'm like well why not because he's afraid someone's gonna make fun of him I'm like fuck it who cares just write it you might yeah. be good at it you well, know the thing is you're not gonna be you're not gonna be great out the gate you yeah. know like no one is if he no is one... if he is i'll be fucking pissed yeah <laughs> <laughs> that bitterness will kick in yeah and then next thing you know we're putting we'll be putting a vocal booth in there and i'll be like yeah like keep going <laughs> another one <laughs> joe jackson we're, we're gonna need some more sound foam <laughs> and he starts talking and then like he does listen to j cole so i do have some faith in him yeah because the other stuff is garbage but he listens to j cole and I was pretty happy because J. Cole is a pretty good lyricist and he's compared different than everybody else. No, J. Cole gets it done. I like I like J. Cole. Yeah. But yeah, like talking about dark, like I um I became a happier person when I just became when I accepted the darkness of everything. You know, like with life, like we as humans we we've spent we spend so much time trying to create some illusion about life to get through life. We use a religion, um, we use uh we own things. We like try to try to make everything in this illusion to where life's not what it really is. And life, life is this brutal, bloody thing. You know, I mean, just like the, like the other day driving, I saw a hawk come down to the ground and pop back up and he had a mouse in his, and I'm just like, well, that mouse is done. You know, like, like his day, his days are done, you know? Yeah. So like, like life is that, you know, like it's not, it's not always great this and that but like that's what makes the great things great is that there is that yin and the yang and there dark it is a dark place and instead of trying to create these illusions to hide all the facts of all that just accept it for what it is and enjoy this ride like enjoy what it is and so when the things are going really well and the, the beautiful things are happening like enjoy that take that time to enjoy that don't try to cover up all the bad stuff with some like holidays and things like that like just like life is is gory and <laughs> like it is but like there are so many great things about it just focus on those and care about those things and just don't worry about dying like we're all gonna die don't worry about it 
like don't try to prevent it you know because it's going to happen but just don't don't focus on it move on and, and focus on the things that are great and the things that make you happy and ever since i just accepted that instead of running around in fear and afraid of everything and stuff like that and just got dark and accepted that i've been a much happier person yeah me too I and mean. i'll sometimes talk to people in this be like jesus christ man and i'm like what like we'll talk about when i get old i'm like hey man like if if my hands don't work to where i can't like play a video game every now and then or i'm pissing myself like like show's over like in this like I, <laughs> yeah. like I don't care like if life gets boring and stuff like I'm done like I you know like now big fan of Hunter S. Thompson and like people were so upset and it's like hey man like he's been talking about killing himself for fucking years he only wanted to live to 50 years old like there are people who I have an issue with with a 15 year old taking their life like that's that doesn't need to happen like there's no way you've you've witnessed that much yet but like 50 or 60 like sure like i, I can get it like you just get bored yeah. especially somebody that was driven like him who woke up and did drugs all day yeah wrote for rolling stone wrote for playboy like he, he <laughs> traveled the country like like sooner or later you're going to just get you're going to get bored and it's time to go like he yeah. watched his kids grow up um so like you just get accomplished to that point where it's like all right man this show's over like i'm out you know yeah. and so um so like a lot of times I'll just talk to people or say stuff like that. I'm like, damn, you're you're dark. I'm like, I'm not trying to be like I'm not trying to be negative or anything. Like I'm just saying like that's just I've, I've accepted that. That's the way it is. No, I and, agree and with it that. And it makes me happier like to just be like because then I, there's all that other shit I'm not worried about. And then I also don't have to come up with these fake things that like keep me from being afraid. You know, like it's just like fuck it, like just yeah. go with it well, <laughs> yeah. man i tell my kids how much i love them and then I, I don't ever have to wait about them knowing how i feel and same thing with steph my mom and then you know ap everybody knows how we feel about each other so there's not that like oh my god i wish i had could have said this or did this i right. get that but like i mean I'm, I'm always on borrowed time the way i look at it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, that's that's the way i look at so it every day, every day i wake up i'm like I didn't piss him off enough to kill me. Yeah, <laughs> he wants me to do another day. So this shit's still going. All right, let's do it. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I look at it as as I should have died a long time ago. So yeah, I mean, yeah. if I can survive that shit, woo! How many times I got in a car? Shouldn't been in a car. How many yeah. times I took some extra? And I shouldn't took some extra. How many times in a situation like, oh, I should not be here, and then you know and then now uh that's why should my heart be beating that fast (laughs) dude we've all been there like this yeah oh fuck oh fuck i gotta get in the shower i need a cold shower my fucking heart is i think it's gonna explode is this supposed to be beating this fast and all and every time i always do this like find another like if you're another policy like, yeah. i don't know why because for the longest time i heard there was another pol- like if you go, oh this is too big this is too going too big what about here yeah what about the crotch awesome yeah i think oh, we shit. talked about that in the last one yeah or like we we're surprised to make it to 25 you know I mine was, was third the, uh, mine was 30 yeah i mean I, I mean you know and then even though i had kids and married i was still like yeah I can do what I want and still get up in the morning. And then one day I was like, fuck, we need to slow down here. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, there's $400 on my debit card at a bar. (laughs) (laughs) That was a credit card. (laughs) It was a credit card. And and I'd be like, that happened to me before 25, 26. I was at John Wayne's and I was like, fuck, I just put on my car. And I was drinking with people I didn't even fucking give a fuck about, but we're like, woo. Yeah. Yeah. Good time. Act like we're all fucking pullsmith. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever, Whatever the phrase is. Yeah. I don't know, but man, thanks for coming up. Yeah, I'm no down yeah, or thanks whatever. Thanks for having me. It's awesome. Now you're always one of my favorites because you can carry a show and yeah. we don't have to force it out of you. I know. Oh yeah. 
We just let like you. That. We just let you talk, man. Yeah, sorry. No, I, you're I, fine. I no, it's it. fucking great, man. Believe it or not, like I say, I said this on a phone conference that, on Monday. I was like, believe it or not, I do not like to hear myself talk constantly. <laughs> yeah, like I don't listen to a lot of things I do. Like, like all the YouTube stuff I did, I'd maybe like watch once and then like I wouldn't go back. I've been to struggling it, like, with a lot here lately because I've been doing a show by myself and leading it. Yeah, and uh, and I was just like, hmm. I need to work on some shit and it like yeah. bothered me and I like made notes like oh if you intro the show do it this way you stuttered and then you fucking uh 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 yeah, uh, uh. yeah. yeah the only <clears throat> the only thing I could say about your two shows but the only problem that you have is your intro and outro mm-hmm. there just ain't enough energy there no I agree that's it no because it. because I'm nervous because of ba boom because I'm like I'm I'm like doing one of these. Welcome to blah blah blah. I'm making sure. Please, is this still recording? Is this still going? Is this and I because I'm so afraid to do like a two hour show and be like, hey guys, did record? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I killed that. <laughs> oh, fuck. Because I've had it happen to me and him where we yeah, did we did we, a show yeah, where we were right, interviewed uh, by one of our buddies, Juice, and like he actually interviewed us. Like, hey, where'd you grow up? What inspired? It was a like he did. It was a it was a funny episode. It's funny, but it was also like moments in time where we opened up and stop playing bj and ap we started talking about what how we got here and then our feelings and then like how we felt about this like pretty in depth it was pretty yeah. cool because we just stopped being characters or whatever and uh he's like yeah man i deleted it and like till this day that's it's one of those lost episodes i i would give you anything to hear it's out in the internet tube somewhere I don't know. no it got deleted off a fucking hard drive oh <laughs> yeah exterminated yeah but no, yeah, man. Thanks for coming yeah, in. Yeah, thanks for having that me. Was, uh, that was fun. This is an hour and 50 minutes. Oh, That's shit, awesome. Really? <laughs> yeah. Man, I hope that nobody man. off, man. Oh, fuck no, dude. We've you know, you four- had that guy on again for two hours? Fuck, dude. We went on for four hours. You kidding me? Yeah, you should join us for a potathon. You'd be great. Yeah. All right. I'll do that. Like yeah, me. I'll come back anytime, you guys. How many guys yeah. want me to, man? Like I said, I want to get back into it. I'll get I you like hooked doing- back up. Yeah. I'll get you in. I'll get you to keep motivated. Hell yeah! Well, yeah. fuck. Give a uh, give out all your social media, the the beer. Give out everything, man. Anything uh, you can remember. I think it's. I think my Instagram is uh, Lman. What is that? Underscore. Yeah. yeah, I'm not hip. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I think it's Lman underscore Josh is my Instagram. Uh, my Facebook, I think, is just Josh Barry. B e a r y. It's the bastardize. My uncle came over here illegally. <laughs> they had to change it. They, I, they didn't want to be Irish. Um, and then I think that's all. That's all I do. Yeah, that's all I do. No Twitter, no nothing. No, I think I do Snapchat. I don't know my name on Snapchat. Okay. I hardly ever. I I did it for our our European trip. Mm. And then I don't think I ever did anything with it. But other than that, that's that's my thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's, I, do, I do the basics. What's the What's the beers website? You know, uh, dot com. Uh, I think if you just put Elman Chicago into Google, will be it the does. first thing yeah. popping up. Yep. Yeah, it does. We're, we've, we're getting to that level, which is kind of cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. Makes it easier. Yep. Than trying to remember all the shit. It's like, yeah, just type in Elman Chicago and then all of our stuff will pop up. Yeah. Yeah, it's like me reading social media. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working on it. He puts the yeah. in front of everything. Yeah. Like, there's only two things that have the in front of it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> all right well we'll we'll wrap it up you got anything anything plugs anything no no i mean uh not kind of uh well only thing i have to say is um this week after this episode we're going to try to release both movie movie ones and then um that's the only thing i don't have any other special episodes coming up i want to thank shane for doing the um 
the comedy uh, podcast with him. It's great yep. to see him back. He was good. He should start a podcast or stay on one. Oh, Ooh, that's a double shot right there. Let's see if he actually, <laughs> see if he actually makes it to the end of this episode. <laughs> Come on, guys. He did. He did give me shit about uh, Spangle saying I was the uh, poor man's uh, Shane Jones. Ooh, so he does listen. <laughs> <laughs> He's got plenty of free time. He doesn't do a show. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, don't forget, you can follow us on social media. Uh, we're on Twitter. It's at smug cash show <laughs> not at the smug cash show uh we are also uh bj's on there it's at the bj robbins i am on there it's at the aaron pal we're on facebook facebook.com forward slash smug uh we're also on instagram uh at smug underscore uh if you got any emails you want to send us uh you can shoot those to smug show at gmail.com uh, don't forget, uh, you can buy yourself some cool SmugCast swag. Uh, find that at SmugCastShop.com. Uh, get yourself some t-shirts. Uh, we got the, o- the OG uh, shirt on there. Uh, you can always pick one of those up. <clears throat> I got some new ones coming. <coughs> we'll be, uh, I'll be modeling them. Oh, sweet. That's right. Um, and uh, don't, uh, don't forget, uh, you can go to uh, hempbombs.com. Uh, use promo code SMUG15. Get yourself 15% off your order. Uh, also, uh, Ranger Nutrition. Uh, you can go to their website, rangernutrition.com. Use promo code SMUGCASH. You're going to get yourself 15% off your order. Uh, and as always, big shout out to Repo Records. Uh, they help us out with everything in the show. We should have just called it fucking Repo Cast or some shit. <laughs> it would have been it probably would have been better too close to rape cast <laughs> oh rape cast there's a new show <clears throat> we just hide out in dark alleys with microphones hey that are in pits in the basement oh that'll work or just make loud noises and rape people's ears <laughs> you're gonna hear to rape your ear pussies <laughs> give away our best stuff on the air as oh, always shit. <laughs> all right well uh this week we are going out to just because the movie trailer just dropped gonna go out to motley crew kick and start my heart this is dedicated to ap and his lifestyle he always wanted to live that's right sex drugs and rock and roll i love strippers <laughs> until <laughs> next week kids stay, stay smug, smug.